For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, May 26, 2020, and welcome to episode number 838 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to discuss our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, just our lineup here for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you our wrestling news and views here segment, which we brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Girolamo. J.D. the 2015, 17, and 2020 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> Also joining us, taking care of our wrestling history and birthdays here tonight, is the human suplex machine, John Gross, who is the first 2016 and also 2020 le legacy wing member of the WWUS Hall of Fame. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is another part of the broadcast team for WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, here tonight, we also have a 2017 to 2020 WWS Hall of Famer, also known as the Heartbreak Kid in the radio network circles, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you remember that classic 60s sitcom, Happy Days, you get this other day, or in order, in order to get this other man's name, nickname here, folks, you got to think about one of, the, one of the most coolest central characters, coolest cats, of course, ever on that show, which he actually did something... I do believe, like this. Uh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, Bonzi. We do, but we do thank him, of course, as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot forget he is a member of the of John Gross's Sports and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is now, ladies and gentlemen, the holder. <clears throat> let's see here of, of the following year. He's a holder of the FWS 
World Heavyweight Championship. And that too. The WWS International Heavyweight Champion. And also, as of, of course, just this past week, ladies and gentlemen, he is also the, the new WWS Bang Bang Champion. And of course, we talk about Cactus Jack in that sense. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, now we also have on here the King of Clubs himself, the one and the only Mick Patel here. Uh, let's, before we get started, let's welcome, of course, JD, John. Fonzie and Mitt to what should be an exciting evening, ladies and gentlemen, a big time wrestling talk here on episode 838 of Revolution. And before JD start, yes. he has a big, big announcement of our new member of the team. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, Mitt. Yesterday afternoon, and we will be hearing from him sometime this evening. Yes, folks. Our good friend Shaq from New York has become a new contributor to the Raw Radio team. Shaq, of course, yesterday had a chance to call in to talk to myself, Mitt, John, Fonzie, and John, as well as you heard him, Chad. And we can tell you that starting as of yesterday, Howard, he will be a regular contributor to the Raw Radio staff team every Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. So definitely listen to Shaq from New York. We will be hearing from him at some point this evening as well. Okay. Um, also, of course, gentlemen, I will be asking asking for y'all to. I will let you admit both JD come up with a nickname for him as far as being a part of WWS. So I'll let y'all you just let him get back to me on that. So I'll okay, thank you very much. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> if you care, of course, to uh, check us out here, be sure to call in up here on, here on talkshoe.com. I'll call in a call to 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND and match six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to discuss here this evening, ladies and gentlemen, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will be, of course, bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions about what happened last night on Monday Night Raw, which I did hear. It was kind of so-so. These guys might have a much bigger... Uh, emphasis on that here. We'll bring that here to you momentarily. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, I will be bringing you, we'll be, of course, running through, of course, all nine matches from this past Saturday's AEW event, Double or Nothing. And also, I will be revealing, of course, even though I already revealed one, I will, of course, be revealing all, everyone who, received, of course, uh, which championship belts they, everyone did receive here that did take part in the Double or Nothing Prediction Title Challenge. This past Saturday, we'll be talking about all that here coming up here <clears throat> a little bit later on. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we now go to 9.39 p.m., of course, on Tuesday, May 26, 2020. And, of course, here to start us off here with the rest of the news and news segment here this evening. Let's go here, of course, to the man here from King Ice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like we said, a triple a triple threat Hall of Famer. I'm going to start. That's a lot easier to say. Triple Threat Hall of Famer right here, ladies and gentlemen. The Iceman right here, of course, himself, J.D., known as J.D., but, of course, his real name is uh, Jared Madudelhofer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jared D. <laughs> J.D., please go ahead. Yes, there but before go. that, however, this is what they were saying to me earlier. Green has never dared to be so explicit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, how you doing? Where's the new Okay. And that too, yes. <laughs> that too, yes. 
A WWE star has been reportedly been busted open during today's uh, taping for next week's Raw. Fightful Sean Ross Sapp reported today that Kari Sane was cut open during a match with Nia Jax when the match went to the outside. Sane sustained a cut to her head when she was thrown in, hit her head on the corner of the stairs. According to the report, the match was paused and medical came out to seal the wound and bandage her, however. Sane said that she was finished, however, mind fine, and insisted on finishing the match, which will have to be edited. The match quickly, of course, went to the finish, which was not known upon being resumed. Initials reports suggested that Sane's injury wasn't serious. Serious. WWE is taping next week's Raw SmackDown 205 Live main event today, with tomorrow's taping coming NXT up to NXT TakeOver in your house, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, mind you, however, WrestlingNews.co is a report on apparently WWE using developmental trainees playing the role of, quote, fans last night at last night's episode of Raw and the TV tapings that are being held this week. Per the report, WWE had not yet made a decision as of yesterday on if they'll have the trainees training the fans for Wednesday's NXT TV tapings. WWE opting not to try this idea sooner was apparently a Vince McMahon call. Additionally, the report states that the Performance Center is a small building with the the pandemic could spread easily. Also, there was said to have been backstage talk at the Performance Center this week that the changes were made at the TV tapings will be, quote, the new normal for WWE, and they're allowed to bring actual fans back. Vince's hope is that the fans will be allowed back in the buildings in time for SummerSlam. Uh, let's see here. Other news, however. Yes, speaking of which, it appears it'll be another long week for them, however, for the roster with a hefty amount of TV content being taped throughout the week. Per the report, yesterday's TV tapings ran about 9 to 10 hours total, so it was a long day for the roster in attendance, however. The NXT talents who were there and standing around the ring for yesterday's Raw also had remained standing for the other shows that were taped that day as well. Per the report, there were short breaks, so people did apparently have time to sit down in between matches. For the breaks, chairs were brought out for the trainees. However, they still had to spend most of the day standing up, however. The report also notes, however, that the process was, quote, exhausting for the people playing the fans in the crowd to create that fan energy for the WWE the entire day. That said, however, some trainees were reportedly happy to be there since they weren't involved with anything related to WWE for the last several weeks. Additionally, this TV taping session was the first time some of the trainees had been inside the Performance Center in a while. Attendees also at the Performance Center had their temperatures checked prior to entering the building. Also, they were checked again later on that same day. Meanwhile, Tyson Fury, however, the Gypsy King, says he has now accepted an offer to fight Mike Tyson, however, believe it or not, however... In a sensational exhibition bout. The Super Showdown is believed to be just one of Iron Mike's return fights after his straw dropping return to fitness some 15 years after he announced his retirement. Tyson, of course, being lined up for a match against old enemy Evander Holyfield, despite the pair having a combined age of 110. And if that's not all, he is reportedly said to be offered more than $16 million to compete in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. But so far, it is only a fight against the Fury who could be set for his own trilogy bout against Deontay Wilder that appears to have been agreed. Fury, who wants to see Tyson take on Holyfield a third time, told BT Sport, I did get a phone call with a chance to fight Mike Tyson. I was like, what? Yeah, I had a phone call saying, would you like to fight Mike Tyson in an exhibition fight? I was like, hell yeah. Fury, who previously said he would beat Tyson in an amazing crosshair battle, added, but I don't think anything's materialized out of it, to be honest. So, yeah, I think he's definitely serious about doing some fights or whatever, but he's fought Holyfield twice, so they're both old now. So I think they're a bit along in the teeth. But who am I to say anything? What's anybody capable of? I wouldn't try and kill anybody's dreams, however. Finally, however, tragically, 
Richard Hurd, best known for his role as Mr. Wilhelm in the TV show Seinfeld, and who, of course, also appeared in TV shows like T.J. Hooker and Star Trek, and movies like Fist with Sylvester Stallone, All the President's Men, and The China Syndrome, passed, it, passed away today at the age of 87 from cancer-related causes at his home in Los Angeles. He was known as Mr. Wilhelm in Seinfeld and played 11 episodes of the show, serving as a supervisor for Jason Alexander's character, George Costanza, when George worked for the Yankees as an assistant to the traveling secretary. The storyline saw many memorable moments involving Herds Wilhelm, Costanza, and Larry David as Yankees boss, George Steinbrenner. Interestingly enough, Hurd was one of the first patients to receive the newly introduced drug penicillin, which helped him recover from a serious bone infection. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family and friends and colleagues of Mr. Hurd tonight. Thank you very much, Eric. Of course, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with King and W.O. Duarte, King Smith is King Ice. The 2017 Hall of Fame is tag team to bring all the new right here in WWS Radio Network. I think JD, and then of course they all the that they bring all the news is fit to print here, and of course, <clears throat> and they always that that oh, that, that, that crap that kind of messed me up. Whoops, blooper. Yeah, of course we always will do our very always do their very very best to make it fit, and of course in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape you cannot beat. That old-fashioned combination, nor we, nor have we ever even tried for the last five years, and we don't dare try that now. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, May the 26th. Uh, of course, on this date in 1987, the Rock and Roll Express are awarded the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Manny Fernandez and Rick Rude were the champions at the time, but both men left Jim Crocker Promotions with Rude going to the WWF and Fernandez going to, I believe that is Mid-South Wrestling. Also on that same day, former WWF champion, the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were both arrested on drug, drug possession charges after they pulled over on the New Jersey Turnpike. Duggan and Sheik were feuding in real life after police suspected Duggan driving under the influence. Duggan was charged with possession of marijuana and drinking alcohol while, while driving. Sheik would receive a year's probation while Duggan got a conditional discharge. The WWF had to fire both Sheik and Duggan, but they would both return to the company. Duggan would return by the end of 1987, and Sheik would return early in 1988. A wrestle on the house show circuit until return full-time in 1991 as Sergeant Slaughter's uh, handler. I think he was uh, Colonel Mustafa. Neither Sheik or Duggan would reach the heights. They were pre-arrest, although Duggan won the 1988 Royal Rumble and became the 1989 King of the WWF. Of the king of the WWF. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 okay, yes. Uh, 1996 WWF presented Beware of Dog in Your House, uh, number eight. The event is noted for a severe thunderstorm. Oh, I remember this. The event is noted for a severe thunderstorm knocking out power to the area and, and also WWF satellite trucks prohibiting home viewers from seeing most of the cars. The power would be restored just before the main event, but those in the arena did get to see the scheduled card when emergency lights was being used. Also noteworthy, WWF champion Shawn Michaels was gotten to, as the kids would say, <clears throat> Shawn yelled at a section of fans after one of them heckled a little too hard. At the story went, Michaels became so unraveled he flipped off a sound technician after his music wasn't properly keyed up. The tantrum aired in his entirety in its entirety on the original broadcast, but was edited out from also subsequent releases of the event. As for the home, as for the home audience, 
A second version of the event was done two nights later called Known Affectionately as Beware of Dog 2. This event reared the opening match and main event along with three new matches from the North Charleston Coliseum in North Charleston, South Carolina. About 4,000 were in attendance for the sequel. Here are the matches that aired on Sunday. It, of course, a free-for-all match, the Smoking Guns defeated the Godwins to win the WWF Tag Team titles. In a dark match, Bob Holly defeated Isaac Yankin. Of course, we know him later as King. Mark Merrow defeated uh, Hunter Hunter Hurst Helmsley, as the Fink used to say. Salvia Vega defeated Steve Austin in a Caribbean strap match. Yokozuna defeated Vader. Goldust defeated The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the Intercontinental title. Jake Roberts defeated Justin Bradshaw in just 30 seconds. And Shawn Michaels fought the British Bulldog to a double pin for the WWF title. In a post-show dark match, Ahmed Johnson defeated Jerry Lawler. Also, the Ultimate Warrior defeated Owen Hart. Matches that aired Tuesday, May 28th. The opener and main event from, from the Sunday show was replayed first. But then also, Salvia Vega defeated Steve Austin in a Caribbean strap match. With the loss, Austin's manager, Teddy DiBiase, was fired from WWF. In reality, it was a write-off. DiBiase, like many ex-WWF WWFers before him, was heading for WCW after giving his notice. This is DiBiase's last WWF appearance until October of 2005. Vader defeated Yokozuna, and Goldust defeated The Undertaker in a casket match to retain the Intercontinental title with help from Mankind. This is the second casket match lost for The Undertaker in, 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 WWF, in the televised history of the WWF. Thus, the first one was the 94 Royal Rumble when Yokozuna had 16 men, had, I'm sorry, 10 men defeat The Undertaker. Sorry about that. My screen was a little bit dirty. Sorry about that. After the match, Undertaker disappeared out of the casket as officials of Paul Bearer opened the casket to reveal that the Undertaker was missing, presumably to look for mankind backstage. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Yes. 1997 on Raw's War from Evansville, Indiana. Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog to win the WWF Tag Team titles. With Michaels uh, winning his third tag team. Austin winning his first. This is Austin's first championship in the WWF as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 2000 and let's see. Give me just a second here. Yes. 2008 on Monday Night Raw, Vince McMahon announces on Raw that he would give away a million dollars a week beginning on the next episode. The ratings desperate ploy known as Million Dollar Mania began on June 9, 2008. That episode would be the lowest rate of Raw in two months. The experiment is abandoned less than a month later. Of course, we all know what happened, too. If you remember, I think, didn't, didn't the stage right there collapse or something? And the sign and the thing fell on him, I believe it was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 2013, WWE signs Kalisto. He made his NXT debut in September 2014 as one half of the Lucha Dragons and was promoted to the main roster for the WrestleMania 31, also becoming a two-time United States champion and also the Cruiserweight champion as well. <clears throat> also on that same day, uh, we, we lost Hector Garza due to lung cancer at the age of 43. Uh, let's see here. On this day, 2015, Sami Zayn undergoes soldier, soldier surgery that returns in 2016 Royal Rumble. Today is a very somber birthday. Uh, today would have been the 41st birthday of Ashley Marie Massaro. She committed suicide a week 
later, of course, it was before her 40th birthday. We all remember that was that was very 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 sad there indeed. And let's see here. Also, happy 30 36th birthday to. And John said it was one of the Kamar brothers. Uh, hmm. And also happy birthday to Pat Kenny, who was of course known as Simon Diamond. I think that was he was in TNA for for a little for a little yeah. bit of time here. Uh, he turned he turns fifty one today. So happy happy birthday as far as as far as wrestling goes here. Also, Justin just posted here, gave and told us as well on this day, nineteen ninety. The Canadian earthquake destroys Hulkamania. Was that the moment when he did that on was it Brother Love? Something like that? Was that what that yeah. was? Yeah, that's why he was out for a while. while I think, yeah, okay. That's right. Okay, right. I got you. Okay. And John's got some other sports, has got some sports news right here. He said his first two moments are both from 1925. On this day, number one, Babe Ruth is finally out of bed five weeks after ulcer surgery. Ooh, that's a nasty call. Hmm. And the second, Ty Cobb is the first to collect 1,000 extra base hits. A little sports knowledge right there. And, of course, J.D., I'm sure, has been very, very happy checking out all the old Pittsburgh Pirates games I've posted. So, yeah, so, so um, and, of course, of course, about that last piece of wrestling history, uh, Justin did tell us, that Hogan would get his revenge, of course, at SummerSlam in 1990. Yes, I do remember that. Yes, indeed. Okay. On this day, 1980, Steve Carlton for the Phillies is the first National Leaguer to record six um, one-hitters. On this day, 1990, Mike Schmidt's uniform, number 20, is retired. Now, he played for the Phillies, didn't he? Did he, Mike Schmidt? Yeah. Third baseman. Okay. Yeah. Hole number twenty. Yeah. yeah. So, th so thirty years ago, his his uniform was retired. Number twenty was yes. retired. Hole number twenty. Yes. And also, a very interesting birthday. A uh, 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 very well known actor here. One of my personal favorites. Today, believe it or not, guys, this is going to blow your mind right here. Would have been the one hundred and thirteenth birthday of John Wayne. Yes. Made. Yes, indeed. The Duke, as a real man's man, right there. My brother. On this day, 1969, the Apollo 10 astronauts returned to Earth after a successful eight-day dress rehearsal for the first manned moon landing. And John says here, that's all he's got for the history birthday show for today. Before we move on to, of course, our review of Monday Night Raw, let's see what JD if JD has any more he wishes to add on to what John. One birthday wants. to report. Yes, happy 81st birthday to former CBS broadcaster, and now also the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Howard, the Raiders radio network in Las Vegas, Brent Musburger, turning 81 today. Happy birthday to him. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, very, thank you very much there. Thank you very much there, J.D., for that as well. John, thank you very much for your thoughts and opinions about uh, about the um let's see here uh for the um uh history and birthdays here as well let's go and give this one more time here at 9 55 p.m ladies and gentlemen this is of course uh, <clears throat> uh tuesday may 26 2020 it is nine like i said 9 55 p.m of course one six oh five 
562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. Episode 838 of Revolution. Of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, right here, along with the Iceman, Jerry D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex, and John Gross. Also, of course, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the King Clubs, Mitt Patel. Uh, join us also as well through, of course, uh, the, video, the video feed um, uh, on TalkShoe is, of course, another member of John Gross's Sports and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. As he called himself last week, the Soul Man. Justin Lewis Fleming has also joined us there as well, so we do welcome we do welcome him as well. And guys, uh, before I get going here, I I thought I might have felt something here. I'm not sure, but it might. I felt I feel a breeze. JD, did you feel a breeze come through here? I might if I don't uh, remember. Shut up, JD. Uh, She's going to kick him in the ass. I know it's, it's the Queen Michelle Lindos. I don't know. Let's, let's see. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, there, 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 there's that breeze again, JD. Yeah. There's that oh. breeze. <laughs> yes. Then, ladies and gentlemen, now. Before we get going here, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring her bring her in to the mix now. She is, of course, a <clears throat> a two thousand. Uh, see, uh, give me just a second here, and I'll be figuring out my math. Yes, uh, two uh, two thousand two thousand uh, uh, two thousand fifteen and two thousand nineteen uh, WWS Hall of Famer. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, she is, of course, a uh, big part of all of our shows here, of course, in the WWS Radio Network. Of course, also, she is, of course, getting great things planned up here for us. They're coming up here in the long run here. Uh, <clears throat> and so, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring her in here, of course, the one and the only, the lovely, lovely, the, the M to the L to the D, of course, the first lady of professional wrestling, of course, as far as we're concerned, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome to number... 838, of course, of Revolution. You got myself, JD, John, uh, Fonzie, um, and of course, you have it. Do you know this has been a very exhausting day to be a fucking wrestling fan? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you don't know what she's referring to, of course, actually, her and somebody in the wrestling forum chat box on Facebook kind of had a little bit of a go. Um, but, um, I hate to bring that up, but I had to because I couldn't help myself. Uh, and, of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, and Michelle, keep in mind what I typed up earlier. That offer actually still stands because none and nobody has those belts. That's why I offered that. Uh, oh, but, and like I said, winner, winner takes it. Oh, not, not bad. And just in time because we're getting ready to talk about a little bit about Raw here. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's go oh, ahead and, <laughs> and first of John's got a little bit to mention here. I'm going to go ahead and mention John's and then of course I'll get to everybody down. Start asking everybody down down the pike here. John says he'll be honest with everybody. He believes that Raw was an okay show, believe it or not. It was he was happy to see that the developmental talent and the performance center group were the fans. So of course it'll be interesting to see that they bring the fans back, but it was pretty good. Of course, uh, Paulo Cruz is now the new United States champion, and he did defeat Andre to capture the title. Winding up and down career he's had in 2016. 
course, uh, Titus Worldwide, and also moving up to the driver role and then going back as well. But John says he's proud of become the U.S. champion. He he did he he doesn't get the whole thing involving the games between the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits. John, I don't either. I don't know why they're doing that. Um, they're trying to make interesting TV, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, McIntyre and Lashley was an awesome brawl to end the show. John was calling that Lana's going to cost Lashley the belt and probably manage somebody else. But proud of Lashley for dumping Lana. Uh, to be honest, he needs more. He needs to move from Lana to MVP. Okay. But Lashley versus McIntyre should be a hard-hitting contest at Backlash for the belt. But John says he's not going to go for a Kofi Kingston thing with Lashley. John doubts that's going to happen. But if it is, then John will give Lashley props for finally winning the big one. But John believes, yeah, this is something I didn't know about either. I think they started talking about this a little bit last night. Apparently about Rey Mysterio possibly announcing his retirement. It's, and John believes it's probably Well, John believes it's a hoax. And he's probably possibly setting up Seth Rollins. So, so maybe we'll set that's up a possible match. Okay, thank you. Between, okay, thank you very much. Between Rollins and Mysterio at Backlash, because they've never wrestled one on one before, that would be interesting to see that. But John, John, that's always it for his raw review. And he said, even though he does not like Vince in his book, and he does applaud Vince for what he did, bringing some of the developmental center guys and the talent in as fans. And that's all he's got to say about all that. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, let me see. Huh. Let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else should I ask here? Well, yeah, a lot of we got a lot of people here. Oh boy, this is not bad for Tuesday night. I like this. <sighs> These people on this chat box will not know when to stop. They just like to keep on on talking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you know what? We haven't asked her about Raw in a long time. Let's go ahead and ask her now. MLD, any thoughts that you have about what happened last time on Raw? Um, I wish I could say I watched it, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't, but I did see highlights of a few things. And the only thing that I'm going to say is Nia Jax needs to be suspended. She is way out of control, and if that would have been any other wrestler, female, smaller, that would have done it to a bigger, vice versa, whatever, they would have probably been freaking suspended so fast that their head would spin. But for some reason, I guess Vince just, you know, thinks that Nia Jax is, you know, unstoppable, whatever. Um, you know, someone make reference to the fact that Tamina, how Tamina is more experienced than Maya Jax, so she knows how to try to hurt slash kill somebody. Um, Nia Jax still isn't quite to that point yet. I think she takes a lot of her anger out on it, and that's not the idea of the sport to a big part of it, really. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I, I mean, I know how to explain it, but I just feel that she is. Um, she's really going to hurt somebody, and she's going to end their career. It's going to come to that. It, it's going to come to something really bad and ugly, and Vince is going to look, be looking at a lawsuit. And if that's what he wants, I mean, rock on with it. But my opinion, she, she should be suspended. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. Anything else, MLD? Uh, I mean, I, Seth Rollins, this whole him is stupid. It, it's got to go. Now he's, you know, basically the the fucking shield, you know, 10.0 um, from, you know, some other off-the-wall country, and he's wearing glo- a glove on one hand like a fucking, I don't know, like the mob or some shit. I don't know what the hell he's doing. But it's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's got to go. And, it, and if you ask me, it's too soon to strip Drew McIntyre of that title if that's what's going to happen. Bobby Lashley is a great entertainer, but I'm going to tell you what. Once again, him come back to WWE, they've done nothing but ruin him. Completely ruin him. Mm-hmm. Very good point of view. Very good indeed. Uh, and apparently, uh, and Justin here uh, did have a couple of things to say here. Let me go ahead and mention what he said, what he says right here. He doesn't like this triple threat match on Monday. Go, why would Vince and it's just his words? I'm going to kind of clean up a little bit. The MFR let Charlotte be the number one contender for Oscar's Raw Women's Title on Monday in a triple threat when she's the NXT Women's Champion. He believes WWE is corrupt. Uh, before I continue, does oh anybody want to comment on? I do. Oh, I do. Oh, please let me allow me. Because I'm sick of this shit of hearing about how Charlotte is overrated and, you know, she's only something because of her father. I don't give a shit. Yeah, they have the same last name. Great. Hurrah. But guess what? Charlotte's made the career on her own. She didn't have to have her daddy hold her fucking hand to do it. She got to where she is because of the wrestler, performer, champion, any of it. Is what she as to what she is today. My God, you want to talk overrated? Let's talk overrated. Charlotte Flair to me does not fit into that damn category. Stop comparing these wrestlers, their last name, their relatives, whatever the hell the case may be. They're their own individual. They wrestle for themselves, not their damn family members. It's them. Making their own uh, era themselves, making something out of themselves in this business for them, not for you know, not for the mother, the father, the ten fucking cousins and brothers and sisters themselves. Period. There you May go. I say something yep. about that? Go ahead, please. I agree with Michelle. Michelle on this. Complaining that Charlotte gets away with shit because her daddy. That's like you're saying Cody just won the TNT championship because of Dusty. That sounds stupid. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. That's a very good reference to that, Mitt. Very good reference. There you go. Yes, indeed. I agree. I definitely agree with that, folks. And Justin says one other thing. He believes that Lashley is going to do to Drew what he did to him in Impact Wrestling, and Vince made a bad idea. And Vince made a bad idea of it. And also, by the way, about Seth Rollins and about Seth. Justin's word. This is not mine. This is his. Seth Rollins' gimmick is a mockery of Jesus. Oh my God! That's it. 
That's his word. Yeah. No, no. The Monday night Messiah does not mean God. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. It doesn't mean God. His character is not referencing to God. It's referencing to a leader of two other jackasses that run underneath of him, basically is what it is. It's the shield, 10.0. Almost like he's saying it's a cult, maybe. Right. Yes. I mean, everybody, everybody, you know, you know, doesn't mind helping me do things here, but do I call this a cult? No, I don't. I mean, this is a, this is a, this is a a dedicated open thing. Sorry, Chad. I'm pretty pissed off and pretty fired up, and I got a lot of shit that I could say, but I really don't want to hurt feelings and, and, you know, whatnot, because people think I'm stupid because I'm a woman and I don't know fucking wrestling, et cetera, blah, 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 and that's why they challenge trivia and whatnot, and I'm not, I'm not exclude, or I'm not saying anybody on this panel because it has nothing to do with anybody on this panel. Um, I am a woman, yes. I've been watching wrestling since I was five years old. No, I don't claim to be the wrestling god or know every damn bit of it, but I do know a lot of it. Yeah, I do, and um, that's fine that you, you know, you want to challenge me. It's fine. It's great, but it, you know, sometimes it just, you know, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I am a wrestling just like the rest of everybody else here. Yeah, we're wrestling fans. I mean, that's that's what we talk about. Because, like I said, you know, you don't want nobody else, you know, there may not be other people in your own family that may not like the same thing you do. So who else can you trust except other people? So there you go. That's why why Facebook was created for stuff like that. My son was a champion two years ago. Years ago, yeah. Oh my god. I, I mean, yeah. I know the business. Yeah. yeah, and you hold, and you hold a lot of our belts here in the in the trivia championship series. Oh, It'll take all night listing all the belts you have. Huh. I, and also, I can say that I can say that for Fonzie. I can say that for Gene. I can say it for John. I mean, but yeah, but very good point there. Very good point there, indeed, there, everybody. That is. Uh, Fonzie, anything, sir, you wish to add about what happened last night on the wall? Any comments? No. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mitt, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and uh, throw it to you, sir. Uh, any Anything you wish to comment about as far as Raw goes, please? There's a couple of fans that bother me why they didn't acknowledge it on the wall last night. One no, one thing no one is really talking about, the walk daughter was on wall in the crowd. How could you miss that? Oh, Simone Johnson was in the crowd? The Rock's daughter? Yes. Simone? Yes, she was in the crowd. They saw her oh. in the beginning of the show. And two, I mean, if it's not, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, no, I was saying that, no, I just found that interesting. No, but I saw a lot of people there, some that I did recognize, but but I thought I thought I may have recognized her from from something. Is it just me, though, or does she, does she, is she the spinning image of the rock? 
it's kind yeah, of weird. Never. Okay, I'm not making. I'm not making a disparaging comment. I'm just saying. I saw a picture after she got into after she got into the performance center. You know, they were doing that story about that, and the Rock came to visit her. I swear, she's got that look, man. I think kind of like Brock Lesnar's daughter's got the same look he does. No offense, Michelle. No offense. But oh no, that's it's just some characteristics. That's all. Go ahead, man. And then. Number two, they had Charlotte. My only complaint about a Charlotte Pomo last night is that they forgot the fact that Oscar had beaten Charlotte. I forgot when, but Oscar had beaten Charlotte. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, they may be about the most recent time, though. Don't you think that when uh, when they had what well, what was it WrestleMania last year? Was oh when they, and I think that's when Oscar that's when Oscar first suffered her first loss. One was last year, I think. I think. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry, Mitt. Please continue. Any other thoughts, please? Yeah, that's all I had. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, well, let's let's also because I know Michelle probably won't stick around because we're going to talk about double or nothing here in just a minute. I know Michelle wants to talk about that, so we're going to talk about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew she'd go love doing that. Uh, we'll do that, and I'll give my uh, thoughts in a little bit. Are you sure? I mean, I can. Like I said, you're you're the last one here, but I mean, if you just I can wait until after thought. the double or nothing because I'm going to have some stuff to say. And as much as I love Michelle, and I do. She and I always disagree to agree on certain things, but Michelle, I'm going to have to disagree with you and admit on a couple of things, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, at least Michelle can kind of soften the blow. And I will let you know nope. that we are, we're expecting our good friend here shortly from New York. All right, thank you very much. Yes. And he's bringing us some fruit. I think he's bringing us some apples. Okay, that's oh god, <laughs> god that's terrible. I'm sorry, New York, the Big Apple. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can come up with some different stuff all day. Uh, uh, give me just a minute here so that we can pull up officially the uh, the Wicked the Wikipedia page here. Because I'd like to. That's what I also use as a guide. Before we go into that, let me go and give everybody the results of the challenge, the prediction tile challenge. I'm sure everybody did hear officially, but I'm going to go ahead and read them before while we're getting all this pulled up here. Uh, as I mentioned here before, everybody did extremely well uh, with this. Uh, there was a lot of dead-on calls here, of course, from what we were predicting here last week with this. Uh, but I will I will go ahead and say here, J.D. and Mitt did tie for first place, as we said, with eight points. So, J.D. and Mitt, there you go, not too shabby. Michelle, you and Danny actually tied for second place with seven. So, y'all were not too far behind. Um, uh, let's see. Anne came in third with uh, five. She did very well. And she, I think, I think MLD, didn't Anne say that she was actually starting to look into more into AEW? Yeah, for her, yeah. 
Okay, all right. I know you y'all, but you've been talking to her and also teaching her and Fonzie a little bit about AEW a little bit. Speaking of which, Fonzie, you did for you did very well. You got four, man. You got four of I me. Mean, that's not too bad. That is not bad at all, my man. You have been on fire. Very good. That is very good. Yeah. For someone who doesn't yeah. watch it, that's Bobby, too good. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely indeed. Bobby ended up with three, and John came up with only two. Right. So. <clears throat> but I'm not making a lot of all that. I'm not. That's not the way I put roll. Okay. Now, as for who picked out the belts here, Bobby was the very last one here. So the belt, the one belt that was remaining, I didn't yeah. give it to him, but I'll go everybody what everybody received. Of course, Michelle did choose the AEWS Elite Championship, so that belt is that belt. I think Michelle, you should have probably gotten that in by now. I, I sent it to you the other day. Uh, um, and also, I sent hers as well, the AEWS Stadium Stampede Championship. Uh, let me see who else did I get in. Oh yes, Fonzie, you chose the ECWS Bloodsport Championship. Excellent choice. Uh, you should have got that. Yes. Uh, JD got in the WCWS DTA Championship. Don't trust or don't, don't trust anybody. Championship. Uh, John chose. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Dude. Hold on. Dude. That was the. <laughs> uh, well, they, John picked out the WCWS Brawl for All Championship. Mitt picked out the WCWS Bang Bang Championship, and that is a reference to Cactus Jack. It's not what everybody thinks it is. So <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. I know they were going to probably say when I said Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Danny picked out the other AEWS belt. He is now the AEWS Private Party Champion. And the remaining belt here I came up with over the weekend, Bobby, does, I did send this belt to him, and hopefully I'll hear from him again here soon. He is the new WCWS Fallout Champion. You know how they do the, the Raw Fallouts or the SmackDown Fallouts? That's where I got that from. So I just came up with it at the very last minute. All right, let's go ahead and let me, let's go ahead and pull – Let's go ahead and pull this up here. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> Michelle, you might need to turn around for a minute. JD, pull up the dang old pants, man. Come on, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Full moon. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm on a roll, guys. I don't know where. I don't know where, how I am, but I am. So, man, dead tired, but I'm on a roll too. Did you come too? Did, did I what? You have a Mountain Dew to drink? No, actually, believe it or not, I've actually, you might be kind of happy me at doing this, Michelle. I am drinking soft drinks. That's the downside. But I'm actually drinking one with zero calories. It's a Mellow Yellow. Ah. Uh, so it's got a bite to it, but I mean, it's still pretty good. It's not the same, but I mean, hey, at least it, 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 has, it has been cut loose. That that really that's really a bad picture. Oh God! <laughs> okay, everybody. All right, let's go ahead and get right here to get right here to it. Here, Michelle, I'll start with you here, of course, my dear, and then we'll go all around here. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
the pre-show match, of course, 15 minutes and 10 seconds. We saw best best friends defeat the private party. They're in a shot at the AEW tag team titles. Um, I love the I love the best friends. I've followed them for a good while, and I think they are a super underrated team. And it was a well-deserved win. Mm-hmm. JD, your thoughts about this match? This was a good match. However, I mean, when you think about it, you had two good teams. The private party, Mark Queen and Isaiah Cassidy, tried to give it a good effort, and they did. Not to say they didn't tell her, but the best friends, like Michelle said, they have been on a roll lately. You can't discredit Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chucky e. T. Right now, they're one of the harder teams right now in the company right now, and they've done pretty darn well as of late. However, and uh, for them to get a uh, uh, big win here and uh, to uh, tell everyone in the AEW tag team scene that they're coming uh, for those belts, however, it shows that uh, right now that uh, the Hangman and Omega better be very careful because you could be looking at the next tag team champions eventually. Uh, Mitt, your thoughts about the uh, about the best friends earned shots at AEW tag belts? It was a really good match. The only complaint is that I didn't like the fact Pirate Party had so many botches, but I enjoyed it. Okay, Fonzie, would you care? Do you have a comment or two, or do you want to base it on um, what everybody is saying here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. He's a public. So, Fonzie, we'll just pretty much say you're going to base what, what everybody else says about each match. Is that the way we like to do it? Yeah. Okay. So, folks, y'all heard Fonzie. Okay. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And tell you something, this man did incredible. I think we ought to do that. I think that sounds great. Absolutely. Uh, John does say here that was a good match. Love the way one of the teams dedicated. One of the finishing moves to crime time. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. They're right. Oh, okay. And all. And John says that he hopes that this match commences at the next event they have called Fighter Fest. By the way, on the in, on the interview corner page, I posted this earlier. Lillian Garcia talks with JTG about what happened to Chad. I'd like to go yeah. listen to that. The full interview. So check it out. So. All right, next up here, Michelle, will go to you here in 28 and a half minutes. And just like everybody said, apparently, and everybody said this, Brian Cage was the mystery uh, uh, contender here, and he won the casino ladder match for a future shot at the AEW world title. MLD, your thoughts here, please. Okay, well, lucky guess for Mitt and JD. Woohoo, lucky guess. But... I followed Brian Cage for a very long time. I think that man is very sexy. And oh my God. But anyways, um, it was a really good match. It was it was entertaining. But this is what I look forward to the most: Brian Cage beating the shit out of John Moxley. Ooh, I just saw a picture of Brian Cage. He kind of reminds me of Chris Masters with a buzz cut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, that's just me, but I, mean, I don't know. The first thing I saw was the chest, and, and Michelle goes, boom, boom, boom. The, the pecs going, boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway, sorry about that. Uh, uh, who do I want to ask next? Um, 
crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Who else have we got here? Oh, yeah, J.D., your thoughts here. Brian Cage earning the shot at the AEW World Title. Okay, what match? This is what, the first match of the night? No, this is the Casino Ladder match. The, the first official match, yes. Yeah, the first match. Oh, it was the first match. Yeah. Before well, I'll tell you what, I mean, if there, were two, if there were two guys who I thought were going to win, even though they had a good field in this, how you had guys, like uh, like I said, Kip Sabian, however, you had uh, Orange Cassidy and that. The two guys that had a chance of winning this, however, I mean, there were some good competitors in this, obviously. But the two big guys that I expected to be in this, however, and last at the very end, were two guys that were well worth it, however, like I said, however, was, of course, uh, Darby Allen and, of course, uh, Brian Cage, and like uh, we all said, how it was tough to say who was going to win this. I mean, I thought Darby was going to win it until Brian Cage came into the parade. But like we said, right now you got a very dangerous Brian Cage, how and it won't be long before he's unleashed in the world of AEW. So uh, Moxie better be careful, how because right now he might be playing with the biggest, most dangerous, most explosive uh, wrestler out there right now. And this is a guy who is not going to take anything lying down. This guy means business. This guy's going to go out there and try his best to take away the one thing that Moxie is right now currently holding and is undefeated with, and that is the AEW Championship. Will he do it? Yeah. He has a good shot at it. No doubt about it. Uh, I have a question. Okay. Uh, JD? Yes? You know how Jeff Cobb made his debut? Where the hell has he been since then? I think I heard he's still doing stuff in Japan. I think he's he's trying to. I think he was between Japan and ROH, and I was wondering that too because that was another guy I had thought of last week at one point that AEW was thinking about bringing in. However, and I thought they were going to give him a chance. I I still think I think he's still. I'm still thinking he has some obligations to fulfill. Maybe he has some other commitments right now, but I'm surprised right now Cody and them have not talked with him just yet, however, mind you, about coming in. However, I would like to see him come in at some point. Because, like I said, he could do some work, too, like I said, with the guys like Cole Cabana, like an Allen, like a Kazarian, like a Jimmy Havoc, you know, Scorpio Sky. Oh, no, you know? like make it a triple threat match, Brian Cage, Jeff Cobb, John Moxley. That's a dream match for me, minus John Moxley. Now we'll see. Well, anything is possible in the world of wrestling. We have always found that out for years. So, um, Fonzie is like says, going to go along with what virtually everybody else is saying there. Um, uh, Mitt, uh, your thoughts here about Brian Cage pick, picking up the win in the casino ladder match? Well, I did call it down the middle as, as of last week, War Radio. And um, it was a gut feeling of mine. And I was really happy that to see Taz as his manager. This is a good pick. Good pick in my book. I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, John, any any thoughts? What to believe about Brian Cage winning the uh, casino ladder match? And John says he it was surprising to him. Okay. All right, John. Lord have mercy everybody is talking on that thing tonight. Okay. Anyway, anyway, like I said, Michelle, you did actually pick Brian Cage to be the mystery opponent, so you got you earned the point there. 
Of course, JD no, and Mick got. Yes, you did. I did. I don't remember yeah, who the you... hell I picked, honestly. Yeah, you picked him. You boy. Well, anyway, he was anyway. You earned a point anyway, regardless of whichever side it was. Uh, no, I think you picked him. I think you picked him to, because um, I think you also picked. Uh, no, you didn't. No, I think you picked. Uh, I think you picked Cassidy. I did. I picked Cage to be the surprise person and Cassidy to win it. Mm, right. Oh, I, I, oh, I thought. Oh, okay. Because somehow I think I did. I think you won them. You I thought you mentioned Sting. I did, and I was really okay. hoping it was. But oh well, shit. One hand wishing the other. Well, Bobby did the same thing you did, Michelle. Bobby did the same thing you did. Um, Danny actually chose Cage to uh, to uh, be the mystery opponent. Um, that was pretty much. Uh, um, oddly enough, yeah. actually, and that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, 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 no. You're fine. No, no, no. You're okay, fine. You're okay. Actually, I like that. That was pretty good. Actually, Ann, believe it or not, picked Sammy Guevara, believe it or not, to win to uh I believe to uh to be the, the I think it was one of the two. But anyway, she chose one of them to as one of her choices. So anyway. Anyway, like I said, I, I already said who won what, so there you go. Next matchup here, MLD, we'll go back to you, my dear. In 17 minutes, 20 seconds, we saw MJF, JD's favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Loser! Uh, get by, thank you, get by uh, the son of the late, late Luke Perry, of course, Jungle Boy himself. Uh, wait, your thoughts here, MLD? Okay, I got a little bit to say on this. You gotta give mad props to Jungle Boy. Let me tell you, I, I don't care. There again, same thing as Charlotte Flair reference. I don't care what his last name is. I don't care who his damn daddy is. That kid has serious, serious potential to make a big, to make a really, really big run in this company, wherever it may be, wherever he, you know, finishes in AEW, where, you know, wherever. He's very, very talented and underrated. Now, on to JD's best friend for life, MJF. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think he is another underrated superstar in my eyes, especially um, to me, he is the Miz of AEW. He is absolutely perfection on the mic. He is. He doesn't need Warlow. He doesn't need anything, all that, but that's just the way it is. It's character. It's whatever. Um, this match was really, really good up until the point where Jungle Boy dropped MJF on his freaking neck on the side of the ring, and I swear to God, I thought he was dead. I don't know about anybody else, but it went the way he was laying there. To me, A, his eyes were open, and B, he looked like he was not breathing. I'm sure it did knock the wind out of him and all that, but the way he was laying there, I swear to God. My mom, even too, she was like, oh, my God, he's dead. I was like, no, do not say that. Owen Hart died 21 years ago today. Do not say that. Um, but this was, you know, actually really one of the best damn matches of the night. And speaking of Owen Hart MLD, just to point out, in the video vault, I posted this, I think, yesterday, 
the beginning of the Monday Night Raw after Over the Edge when they did the tribute to Owen. It's in the video oh, box. So I can bring myself yeah. to watch that. Well, yeah, well, that's that. I thought the time that's and also during the point part, I think the last part of the show when Stone Cold came out there and did the uh, did the um, the 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 toast, you know, that was my yeah. two respectful moments right there. Stone Cold showing a little bit of showing respect to someone that he faced many, many times, even partnered with a couple of times too, and that was all part. So. Absolutely. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here about uh, MJF getting by Jungle Boy in 1720. More on Jackass Fool. Hmm. Him and his stupid oh, scarf. God. With, what? With, his, <laughs> with Warlow, of all things. His henchman. His bodyguard. Because obviously he doesn't have the balls if he doesn't basically get neutered, however, from anyone else, however, to do it by himself, taking on the Jungle Boy. The Jungle Boy definitely gave it a good effort. I will give him where credit is due. But once again, it came out to be, once again, Warren Jackass Fool's Night, however. And once again, he got a cheap fluke win over a guy who should have gotten a win over MJF. MJF could have suffered a setback here, mind you, and basically taken a loss here. But no, MJF, of course, once again, had to be a little bitch, basically, and get a cheap win. JD. Hmm. Because he's better than you, and you know that. Oh, come on. Give me a break. The guy should be basically having his balls castrated, basically, of all the shit he's been pulling in the last six months. He got a cheap one over Cody. He got a cheap one over freaking Jungle Boy here. What's next? Is he going to get a fluke win over uh, possibly, uh, let's see, uh, is he going to try getting a fluke win over uh, possibly maybe Dustin Rhodes? Probably. Because he has to have his boyfriend, Warlow, do his dirty work. He doesn't have the balls to do it himself. Uh, Mint, your thoughts are about the Interesting. This is what, you, know what they said, <laughs> you know what they said afterward? Hold on, sorry, man. This is what they said after the match. Section 8 hit the dome. I'm wearing a Warner bra. I play with the house. My last wish is to be buried in my mother's wedding gown. I'm nuts. I should be out. Okay. That's what they said. Okay. Okay. Uh, admit your thoughts here, please. Um, one of the best matches of the night, and it was really good scene. I am an MJF gu- guy. <coughs> but oh, really sorry. Good. I had some of my clothes there. Wow. It came up so Sorry, guys. Did you say he's an MJF guy? Yes, I think he's the the best um bad guy you got in the company. Oh, JD, you suck. <laughs> oh, <no>. Um, <laughs> I have a provided comment, but I shut my mouth. JD knows yeah. I said it with the utmost love and respect for him. Yep. Sweet potato pie, and I shut my mouth. There you go. <clears throat> anyway, um, 
Uh, let's see what uh, John has to say right here. John says, hey, John, John says, although he, did, he doesn't like him, he will say it was an impressive match between MJF and Jungle Boy. It was a super match. Uh, and uh, like I said, Fonzie is going to like his pretty much follow what everybody else says right here. I am coming to what I think will be Michelle's most famous favorite moments from this past Saturday, and that is in 22 minutes, we crowned a very the very first AEW TNT champion, and it was in the form of I'm gonna say it like this, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I know you want something. This son of Dusty, the brother of Dustin, Cody motherfucking Rhodes, won that damn belt. And I knew it, I called it, I felt it. I've been a fan of that boy since he was in fucking boots, little baby boots, man, might as well say. I absolutely love him. I think he's done a great job with this company. I'm going to have to say, but that match was brutal. It was killer. It was great. People are pissed off because, yeah, he's management. He won. So what? Suck his fuck up. Vince McMahon won shit, too, with the damn belts and stuff in WWE. Cody's still a wrestler just because he's a freaking owner. He's still a wrestler. So is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and the rest of them that, you know, work on this shit with him, too. So, Cody Rhodes my man that I absolutely is my number one man won the belt. And it I think everybody in the county that I live in, including the sheriff's office, heard my said J D, where he lives yes. at J D heard. I'm here. But yes, good match, brutal, and like I said, everybody heard. And I told JD that on the phone too. I said, "When Co- did I not JD? When Cody wins, you will hear you me all the way from your channel." Yep, I could hear it loud and proud. Yep. Mm-hmm. My mom's going, "Which shut up? You're gonna wake your dad up! Oh my God, will you stop screaming!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's shit I had to hear. But oh well, Cody motherfucking Rose won the damn belt. Actually, I do have video footage coming from MLD's house in Palmyra, Virginia. She actually had smoking mirrors. On her living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's wrong. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't. Okay, good help. But I had. Okay. Uh, JD, your thoughts about Cody winning the AEW TNT title in 22 minutes? Jake the Snake thought he could pull this one off with his Murder Hawk Maniac Monster. What happened? I wonder. What happened? Can somebody fill me in? Oh, I think I know what happened. The snake got bit by a dream and by a nightmare. He was definitely not dreaming, but he definitely felt the nightmare. And now we can say who is the new TNT TAP championship, however. Who is going to be presented with that belt, however? Like I said, tomorrow night when Mike Tyson gives him that belt, however. Officially. Oh, yes. It's going to be. Cody Rhodes and Mike Tyson home court at the end of the night. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Mint, your thoughts here about uh, Cody getting by Lance Archer to pick up the TNT title? 
Yeah, it was a decent match. I expected Cody to win. And I'm not really a, so keen on the new TNT belt design. I don't know about Michelle or anybody else. I'm not sure about Brady or Michelle or anybody else, but they could have done better with the design. They could have done better. I thought they would make it huge, like, you know, the AEW championship, huge or bigger. Nope. It's this little puny-ass piece of shit, basically. Right, and also, believe it or not, they copied it off of one of TNT's commercials called It Says on the Bottom of the Board. It says TNT on it. I heard it says, We Know Drama. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Oh God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Okay. You remember those? Remember those? You know that commercial? Remember they did that for TNT a while back, saying we know drama. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You haven't had, had that much drama on that network since you had WCW, but now you got AEW, so you got your never mind. I'll shut up now, but I'm not making any sense. Anyway, um, this uh, mid, uh, or mid already said this piece. John says here, although John says he knows that Cody can't challenge the title, but John is glad that he is the TNT title. Maybe they're just maybe that's just a preliminary design for that though. Maybe it's not going to be the full design. Can you repeat you know, what, that, what, do you, what John said? Because you broke up and I didn't understand you. I'm sorry. He said Cody cannot challenge for the for the world title, but you say he's glad that he's the TNT champion. Yeah, but he could be world world title champion. Okay, I'm not even going to get started on that conversation. Anyways, go ahead. Right. And I bet you, I bet you, you know, they do another match, and this time Cody wins that opportunity. They ought to do that. I mean, that makes some sense. Well, what they need, what they should have done is not taken it off of Jericho for a good while because he is an entertaining champion. There you go. So, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Next matchup here, we'll talk about here. Let me see. Let me me get this here. Okay, we now go to one of two, of course, ladies' matches that we had here, as we saw, of course, Chris Statlander. Where the original was supposed to have been Statlander versus Dr. Britt Baker, but due to, of course, she suffered a very major cavity. Whoops. Okay. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, she um, she suffered an injury. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she, she ate a hard piece of candy. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna pay for that. I really am. Yeah. I'm trying to fix your teeth right now. <sighs> okay. Uh, Anyway, anyway, she did get by uh, Penelope Ford, of course, who was who was of course uh, Brett Baker's um, replacement, and of course in five and a half minutes. Hmm. Michelle, your thoughts about this? The worst five and a half minutes of my life. Terrible match. Terrible. Would it would have been better to see what was what it was supposed to be? Um, no, it would just the same because I don't like either one of them. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. JD, your thoughts here about Chris Statlander getting by Penelope Ford? Well, Penelope Ford tried to give it a good effort. You got to give her an A for effort, though. However, I mean, she didn't have <coughs> excuse me, 
Kip Sabian with her, but in the end, Howard, Miss Boop Girl came through Howard and definitely didn't need a flying <coughs> saucer to fly home to her, her plan to with Poochie the Hound. She uh, has already served notice that she is one of the uh, bigger names, Howard, to watch out for, however, and could be um, one to challenge maybe eventually for the AEW Women's Championship at some point down the road. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mint, your thoughts here about um, your your thoughts here about, of course, uh, Chris Tantlander defeating Penelope Ford in five and a half minutes. Yeah, I agree with JD. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, guys, I don't know if you, I don't know, maybe Mint, you've probably seen this picture, and John's probably seen this picture. I don't know. But apparently Justin changed his profile picture on Facebook. He apparently is pretending to wear Brett the Hitman Hart's infamous green sunglasses. Oh, boy. <laughs> For a minute there, I thought he was... Uh, I saw that in the oh, movie. My, my Where did he get... Oh, Lord. I saw that, something like that, before in a movie. I don't know where I saw that. Anyway, back to the future. Uh, that's it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Doc Doc Brown did Warren and Back to the Future too. That's right. I forgot. Okay. That was a great. You remember the sun? You remember when the sun? You remember the beginning of Back to the Future too? Whenever Christopher Lloyd pulled in there and he had on those weird sunglasses. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, apparently there's a picture. Justin posted a new profile picture on Facebook. And they say the glasses are the ones similar to what the Hitman uh, wore, but they look more like the ones that Christopher Lloyd wore in Back to the Future 2 to me. Huh. But no disrespect there, Justin, but that's what they look like to me. Because, I mean, if you don't remember that movie, that's a shame, by the way. Great. Because that's one of the best movies. Ever. Yeah. Uh, John, your thoughts here about Chris Statlander defeating Penelope Ford in five and a half minutes? <laughs> That movie came out, I think, '89, I believe it was. '89, yeah, yeah, it, it did, it did. It did, okay. So obviously, the first one was in '85. So, yeah. <laughs> There's always been rumors for years saying that they're going to do a fourth one, but I don't think they are now. I really don't think they are. Although it'd be cool if they did, but that's just my opinion. No, uh, John. Is that it? Yeah. Me? Me? No, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, John, your thoughts about Penelope Ford losing to Chris Statlander in five and a half minutes? I think John might be typing that up. Oh, oh by the way, I do think Mitt, for, of course, uh, sending the invitation I joined it yesterday. There's a group now dedicated to the 80s and 90s. Uh, May, may, if you could do me a favor and find out what the web address is to that group and post it in a couple of our our groups, I'd like to let other folks know about that. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Just what, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, of course, we're still waiting to hear from John. Uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle and JD remember this. Remember, remembers this. You remember what JML used to say to John, Michelle? Yes. Oh, yeah. John, John it's gross. John. <laughs> I was saying about that today. 
wonder how he's doing. He's staying busy, from what I've noticed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John said on Facebook that the match was okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> okay. Um, next match up here. Hopefully, we'll get to hear from him again here very soon. I'd like to hear from him again, see how he's doing. Uh, next match up here, of course, and Michelle's going to love talking about this one. In only three minutes and 20 seconds, we saw that they call him a natural, natural. <clears throat> Dustin Rhodes, along with his sister-in-law, Brandy, um, defeat the perfect him, Sean Spears. Um, Michelle, your thoughts here, please. You know, this was this was a hard match for me to choose because I like both. I like Sean Spears. I like him, you know, when he was Ty Dellinger. You know, I like both. I, I like the, the full version better than the perfect 10 version. I know that's kind of hard to believe, but I do. But anyways, Dustin Rhodes. The other son of Dusty Rhodes won that match. He did a great job, and I think he looked really good in ring for a man that's 50-something. What is he, 50-51? Yeah, he looked really, really damn good in those three freaking minutes. Uh, absolutely. And, yeah, he, he he still likes he's in great shape here. I mean, kind of reminded me yeah. when he went to Canada. Came to Greensboro and did that match at that Starcade they did for the first time in so long. And of course, don't get me yeah. started about that Starcade either. So, Lord, uh, good, good Lord, Lord. John, Mitt, can y'all tell these folks to please just try to calm it down because they're just oh, somebody invited twenty some people to this chat to this chat box, man. Oh, Jiminy okay. Christmas. We're going to have some fun now. Oh, boy. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here about Dustin Rhodes defeating Sean Spears in three minutes, 20 seconds. The shortest match of the night in the perfect end did not score afterward with Peyton Royce, however, as he was not driven uh, to uh, <clears throat> around. Let's just say the natural showed who was the boss on this night. There you go. Mitt, your, <laughs> you met your, met your thoughts here about uh, Dustin Rhodes. Get by Sean Spears. Pulling some <laughs> shit out of his ass tonight, Amy. Yeah. Go ahead, Mitt. I'm sorry, dear. Um, which match was this? This is Dustin Rose defeating Sean Spears in three minutes twenty seconds. I mean, it was predictable. I didn't have too many expectations for this match. John, your thoughts here about uh, Dustin Rhodes getting by uh, Sean Spears in 320? Oh, Fonzie. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. He actually was. Did he? Yeah, he, yeah, I think he probably, yeah. No, I'm, JD, uh, just find out if he's okay a little bit later, please. Who's that? Fonzie, he left us. Okay, I'll wake up. Yeah. Sorry. Or I'm gonna oh. slap it around and wake it up. <laughs> okay. But uh John says this was also an okay match as well. Okay. Uh next up here, uh the A the other ladies match here, of course, the AW women's world title here, no DQ, no count out in sixteen forty 
we saw Hikaru Shida defeat Nyla Rose, I guess, to become the champion here. Uh, MLD, your thoughts about this, please. You know, I, I've said it time and time again, especially since uh, AEW started in October, um, the women's division is not very well established yet. I'm hoping that Cody's going to work on making it – I can't even say better because right now it's not even better um, – making it improved. There we go. Um, I do not like Nyla Rose. She reminds me too much of Nia Jax. It's just too much of a bully effect, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but Sheeta, Hakira Sheeta, she impressed the shit out of me. She did a uh, she did a very well job, and uh, I think she really deserved to, to earn that belt that night. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's very tough. I see a picture of her right here. She's actually like very tough to Man, Jesus, I've been trying to tell them. Yeah, well, someone told him to tell him to turn off the notifications until the show is off. He, oh, well, they're telling me? Oh, my God, yeah. no. No, 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 no. Apparently, yet this one girl we keep talking about, she's not going to stop talking. He's already made it clear. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll, let you, I'll let you say that. Okay. Well, I'll let you and John. I'll let you and John make that call about what to do with him. Yeah. Anyway. No, 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 no. Because I think I'm still, I'm still want to do that match between you and her for all the remaining women's titles that we've got there that don't have a champion right now. That's why I did it. None of those belts. Have a uh, I'll take JD as my manager with that match. Okay. Oh, JD. There you go. And speaking of JD, it's going to go to Karoshita getting by Nala Rose in 1640 to become the new AEW Women's Champion. JD. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. Um, wakey, wakey. No, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Uh, you know, Hakurashida, however, needed this win more than Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, I mean, we know about her lifestyle, and I'm not going to say anything bad about that. All I can say is Hakurashida might be the hottest wrestler right now when it comes to wins and losses in the roster. I mean, you talk about dangerous, you talk about sadistic, you talk about crazy. I mean, everyone says Riho is good and this and that, and don't say, I'm not saying anything bad about Riho. But you look at Sheeta right now, Sheeta is a little bit ahead of Riho, and she's not that far behind Statlander either. Right now, she's the champ, and she's on top of the mound right now. The question is, is it going to be a short-term reign? Is it going to be a long-term reign? I mean, I'm surprised after just a couple months that Rose dropped the belt this quickly. They could have waited a little longer, but they decided to make the call, however. And uh, it was, I think, a decent call on their part. I mean, some people may agree, some people may disagree, you know. There you go. Uh, Mint, your thoughts here on Karoshita becoming the new AEW Women's Champion? Um, I'm, ha- I'm happy for it. I agree with Michelle about Nyla Rose. Just another Nia Jax. So, I have. And John said that was a pretty good map. Okay. All right. And guys, just let you know, let you know, I did mute the notifications on that chat box. So there you go. Because apparently somebody is is trying to to be 
is trying to is trying to stick You'll up be here to in a few minutes, so by the way, Chad, to let you know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about the girl here that's saying that she's not going to stop talking. And uh, anyway, now the next one here, I don't know if Michelle's going to want to talk about this one too much, but like I said, we've got to mention it anyway. In 15 and a half minutes, by technical submission, John Moxley defeated Mr. Brody Lee to hold on to the AEW world title. Mildy, please. Embrace your inner hug, I have to give it to Brody Lee. He really brought it in this match, um, which, you know, he is a good performer and all that. I, I don't think that he deserved or should have been handed this title match run this quickly, but it is what it is. Um, I'm going to say that because I'm probably going to get my ass burned on making that comment for something else in the other show. Anyways, um, it was uh, pretty crazy when they went to the through the floor, which, you know, it happens, I guess. I don't know. Just shitty setup. I don't know. Um, but, it, it, you know, I... Brody brought his A game. Moxley, I, I just, I can't stand him. And you know, all of you on this, well, Chad and JD know the main reason why I don't like him. Um, yes. Not to leave Mitt out, but Mitt wasn't on the show when these people were on there. And and oh, for the love of God, basically <coughs> it was like being in the military and they all they do is they drill John Moxley, Dean Ambrose in your friggin' head 24-7 and that's exactly what they did. Anyway, it was an okay match. It was okay. Okay. J.D., your thoughts about the AEW World title match in 15 and a half and so Moxley. Hold on to it by by technical submission. Well, I mean, you I mean, as much as Michelle does give credit, credit to Mr. Brody Lee, the Vince McMahon of the AEW, I mean, he did give it a somewhat solid effort. But the only thing that I, I do not like about Mr. Brody Lee, he does not have to be the Vince McMahon so-called exalted leader of the evil gimp dark order of Pulp Fiction. I mean, granted, we didn't have evil car playing Uno, however, and Stu, don't call me Dick Ward, Burt Gray, Dick Ward, Dick, uh, Dick, Grayson, Burt Ward, if you will. I mean, these guys are like the Gimp Squad of Pulp Fiction. I am tired of seeing these guys every freaking week saying, oh, come join us. We will be a member of the Dark Order. We will want to be, you'll want to become one of us. What is this, Quinn Tarantino, 1994, 2020? Jesus. I mean, seriously, when you look at the Dark Order, it's the Gimp Squad from Pulp Fiction. No disrespect, but it is. But uh, right now, Brody Lee or not, Brody Lee gave it a good effort, and I will say he might get another crack at it down the road. But right now, there is one person we said it before, and we'll say it again, Mr. Moxley. The clock is running right now, not in your favor, my friend. There is a certain animal who is right now being matched, not by John's nickname, but by a man who used to do judo. 
and also was trained, however, in basically the martial arts, however, and he had his own school in New York. Does anyone know who that person was and who he's leading right now? Does anyone want to take a guess who that is? Uh, the guy who I picked for the casino match? Yes, that is correct, Mick. Yes. The man who is coming out of his cage and will be hungry. <laughs> and the guy who will be the next, mark my words, next AEW champion within the next couple months, if not sooner. Brian Cage and Taz, and they will walk all over Moxley. Moxley, keep your head up as you can, my friend, because when it's all said and done, you'll be wondering how to survive and get out of the cage alive, because Brian Cage will take you down town like Chinatown. Ooh, not bad analogy right there, yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, your thoughts here about Moxley defeating Brody Lee uh, in, I believe, let's say 15 and a half minutes by technical submission to hold on to the AEW World title. Yeah, it was an okay match. And it's like, okay. as um, JD was refer- referring to, to me, the Dark Order is like a weak version of Ministry of Darkness. Yes, I went there. Um, <laughs> that's all I had to do. Okay, all right. Uh, John says here that this was a good match, similar to, 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 to of course, Moxley's and Brody Lee's days in the WWE. But still, Moxley hangs on for another day, and you know, he's got Brian Cage to deal with. Oh, and by the way, I do have one breaking story to report. Everyone's going to like hearing this one. Apparently, tonight, Impact and the Knockouts division added Deanna Peruso. Are you serious? Yep, yes. she is signed. She is officially now in Impact. Oh, my God. Another one they're going to fucking ruin. Yep. Well, they got an AEW girl there. You know that, right? <clears throat> what, on Impact? Yeah. Who? The Bailey wannabe. Yeah, he's right. He's Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Oh God, her is God. She gets on my nerves. She's now. She's now on impact. Oh great. For a while, still buried. I can right now. I'm telling you right now. Get ready to smell this match, guys. Deanna Peruso, Tessa Blanchard. It's coming. Tessa Blanchard Ooh. will mop. Yeah, she will mop the floor with her. Yes, yeah, she will. I agree. There you go. I agree. And the last one we'll talk about here, uh, <clears throat> and of course, with anyway, and then even 34 minutes. Of course, the longest match of the entire show. We saw the elite, of course, um, in the form of. Form of the Broken Matt Hardy, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks defeat Jericho, Jake Hager, uh, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz in the inner circle. Which, by the way, that was some interesting football uniforms in the inner circle war for that thing. Uh, maybe they'll sell those jerseys. Maybe that might make them a little bit more Memphis. If they yeah, I think some. I heard they're going to try something like that. Yeah. Okay. Michelle, your thoughts about Matt Hardy and the Elite getting by the inner circle? Okay, y'all are going to think this is funny, but my mom absolutely loved this match. You know how many times she's made me watch this since Saturday? Like, a hundred. But anyway, 
Um, yeah. Did you hear that, JD? Like a hundred times we've watched yes, that match. Yes, I heard it crystal clear. Yeah. Yep. Um, this was definitely the match of the night. Um, very entertaining. Um, I thought that Adam Page's entrance was great. Uh, that horse is absolutely beautifully stunning, gorgeous horse. Um, I think Matt Hardy gets funnier every fucking episode anymore, it seems like. Um, the Young Bucks, it, there's no other tag team right now that I love as much as them um, besides best friends. Uh, but I've been a fan of them way back, New Japan, all that good stuff. Um, I love those boys. They're they're unstoppable. Um, Kenny Omega, always loved him, too. Same thing way back. My son is a huge fan of Kenny Omega. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I thought the pool session was hilarious where they did the Matt Hardy, uh, the delete Matt Hardy, the original Matt Hardy, the classic Matt Hardy, all of that was hilarious. Um, putting Santana in the ice, that was beautiful. Um, the ending with the one-winged angel off the top, beautiful, beautiful finish. It was an amazing match that definitely it definitely deserved the A plus it got. Mhm, mhm, mhm. <clears throat> and uh, JD, your thoughts here about the uh, Stadium Stampede match? Great match. I mean, when you think about some of the best in the match, however. I mean, Jericho and his boys definitely came out to play, no pun intended. However, when you have Jake Hager, Mr. Daffy Duck, Trump lover himself, Jackass Swagger, you have, of course, Santana Ortiz, Howard, the bodyguard henchmen of uh, Jericho, and, of course, the Spanish God, as he calls himself, the Steve-O of the AEW's icon, that sneaky little shit, Sammy Guevara. But uh, you can't take anything away from Team Elite of Omega. The Bucks came back to play. I was a little surprised that uh, Hangman did not turn heel here. We've been talking about for so long that he's ready to turn heel. He's ready to stab someone in the back. It's coming. But they continue to milk it very carefully and slowly. It is going to come at some point. But, again, one of the better matches of the night. And definitely the fans, if there were fans, however, no question about would have definitely been on their feet applauding and whistling and cheering their heads off. Great match. Tip of the cap to all who were involved, however. Not a disappointing match at all, mind you, however. And this one was worth watching. So, yeah, very, very good match. I was entertaining this. Before I ask Nick uh, his thoughts here, uh, I actually um, I couldn't help but hear, notice in, hearing Michelle say, a little something about uh, her her mother. Of course, we all know her. Of course, like I said, she is, of course, along with, like I said, Michelle and her son, Caleb, of course, the first Hall of Fame family in WCWS, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, because, like I said, Michelle is a Hall of Famer. Her son, Caleb, is a Hall of Famer. And, of course, I believe, what was it, last year, I think, MLD, we made your mom? Yeah. Um, yes. Last year. She became a 2019 WWS Hall of Famer. Uh, <clears throat> um, by the way, uh, by the way, uh, as, as as another tribute there, MLD, 
And I'm sure this He's is... He's getting rather shaved. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll do that a little bit. MLD's probably her dose. I've given, sent that to her and her mom about a dozen times already. Um, so I'm glad MLD is not tired of... Okay. All right. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Mitt, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. You serve the stadium stampede match, please. 34 minutes. Um, again, one of the best matches of the night, a tie between that, this match and MJF, MJF and Jungle Boy. But it was really entertaining. I like how... The inner circle was wearing the football jersey cover thing. I thought that was pretty cool. So it was very entertaining. There you go. And John's already left us, but he went and left his thoughts here as well. Uh, team Hardy versus Team, of course, the Elite versus Team uh, Inner Circle, similar to the Boneyard match between the Undertaker, AJ Styles of WrestleMania. It was pretty fun. A match of the night, a, a match of the night 2020 candidate. Believe it or not, is what John is saying. It could be. I mean, hey, it could I do something that he does. Yeah. And John says wrestling is doing all they can do to have the cinematic matches. And John actually gave double or nothing to rating a nine out of ten. Also, I by the way, in the AWS. Okay. Michelle, your rating? Out of well, double well. or nothing, what would you Oh, out of out of definitely. ten, I would give it a nine only because of that one match. Okay, Mitt, out of uh, your your rating out of ten for Double or Nothing, I give it a solid eight. Oh, okay, okay, very good, very good there, very very good there indeed. Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. Um, let me see what. Okay, and and like I said, there is. Uh, and I do. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Wait a minute. Okay, I think we may we may have. We, you think what? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, but anyway, I do believe. That the gentleman we spoke of here earlier here in the in the evening, I believe, is making his way in here now at the late hour. But uh, we'll have, we'll talk to him for a few moments before we close up shop here for the night. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, get ready now. Come on the line here now at 11:10 p.m. Of course, on Tuesday, May 26, 2020, for 8:38 of Revolution. Of course, he is a member, another member of John Gross's Sports and Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. And of course, as of last night, we officially made the, as, 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 as earlier this evening, I should say, and I'll talk as soon as I slow down. <sighs> okay, spit it out. <laughs> right there. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he's of course now an official member, of course, of the broadcast team here for WWS Raw Radio, of course, every Monday afternoons. And of course, you may hear a little bit more about him right here, of course, on Revolution and Wolfpack here coming up here very, very soon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring him here from the Big Apple, uh, of course, the one and the only here, 
Mr. Shaquille Cole Cephas. Uh, Shaq, we welcome you, sir, at 838 of Revolution. Uh, good to have you with us. Thank you. No problem. Sorry, I was a little late. Um, I just realized that now, like, got a new hot water tank in the house. So, like, now we got hot water again after like two weeks, and it's kind of like a little crazy. And I'm just like, thank goodness it's not the winter weather has gone because it would have been a lot worse. Oh, I'm sure it would have been. I'm sure it would have indeed. You have, of course, on the line here. Let me go ahead and just go through one more time. I'm sure you know, of course, uh, the two men who made it possible for you, of course, to be announced to be a part of Raw Radio, the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and, of course, the King Club Men Patel is here with us here as well. And, Shag, I would also like for you to also meet. You probably met her already, but I will introduce you one more time. Uh, she is, of course, a senior member here, of course, of WCWS. And of course, and she knows when I use the word senior, I don't mean it because of age. And she knows that. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, she's, a, she's, of course, been a part of WCWS, of course, ever since our radio network began here along, uh, here five years ago. She is, of course, the first lady of professional wrestling. Of course, her other nickname, well-known here, is the Black Widow. Uh, by the way, I should say she looks 10 times better than Scarlett Johansson, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And she she knows it. Anyway, let's go and introduce her now. Shaq, I'd like you for me to, of course, like I said, another, uh, of course, a senior member here, of course, of WWS, as I said, the Black Widow, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, this is Shaquille Cole Cephas. Thank you. And Shaq, she hails from Palmyra, Virginia, by the way. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Of course, you know, John. I'm sorry, Michelle, you're a little bit. I just said it's a good distance from him where he is in New York. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes. Um, of, course, JD, of course, you know, JD is from Pittsburgh, uh, Mid is from Georgia. Uh, and as I mentioned, you might have probably heard me mention this before. I'm also I'm from North Carolina, so so. And of course, as I said, what's unique about us is the fact that we're the first one, the first wrestling podcast to take place outside of a outside of a. What's the term I want to use? Um, they often have these wrestling podcasts like outside of the norm. There you go. Not your typical one, right? Okay, that's the best way I can say it. Okay. Shaq, uh, just while, we, while we have you here, uh, let me ask your personal opinion here, sir, as far as, um, well, just in a nutshell here, any particular moments that that's kind of shine out between what happened last night on Monday Night Raw and also what happened this past Saturday, if you did catch it at the AEW Double or Nothing paper. Um, I think last night's Raw was, I thought it was a really good Raw, and now it's got a little bit better. Now that you have the um, wrestlers from NXT as the crowd, I also like how um, you basically implemented the plexiglass on top of the um, the railings. It gave me a bit of a um, gave me a bit of a hockey game feel to it because at least. I like what they did is they want to make sure that um, 
there's no like um the air is like secluded make sure that nothing spreads to the um the ramp i like that idea i also like the um how all the action was really going right now i didn't expect i kind of expected apollo Cruz to win the u.s title but i didn't think he was gonna win it off of like a standing mood salt and a um standing shooting star press mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. indeed yeah i was very surprised uh that right there was probably the standout moment. I was going to say this earlier about Raw, but I didn't get a chance. I was going to say it now. I'm sure y'all would agree with this. Believe it or not, that right there to me would have been a standout moment last night for Raw. Was on was Apollo Cruz winning his first title. I mean, I'm glad right. he got off. I mean, I'm sure everybody's agreed that agrees that they finally got off of Andrade. Don't y'all think? Thank I mean, everybody. They what? I said, thank God for that. Yeah, there you go. Let me let me point this question out to everybody. Shag, Shag, my apologies, sir, and then we'll get back to you for this minute for any other thoughts. Personal opinion, I think JD actually kind of mentioned this to us a while back, that that's one reason why they never took it off of Andrade. Remember when Andrade was, when he suspended or something not too long ago? Yeah. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, that, that despite that thing, what was going to happen to the U.S. title, and they said that Heyman was one of those that really British made the call saying that, that they were going to keep, that Andrade was going to get to keep the belt regardless of this. With That, that led me to think about this. Do you think Heyman started losing the confidence in Andrade? Uh, I think Heyman only has confidence in Brock Lesnar. (laughs) JD, JD, your thoughts about that? Okay, he must have stepped away. Mitt, your thoughts about that? I mean, do you think with what we remember about what happened with Andrade and the fact that Heyman didn't take the U.S. title off of him because of that? Yet last night on Raw, Apollo Cruz wins it off of him. Do you think? Do you think Heyman is losing some sort of confidence in Andrade? A little bit, but not much. And let's be honest. Right. Andrade is there because Charlie begged him. You know, begged him to put put him on Raw, the same show as her. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. Well, so Charlotte had a yeah. hand in that. So this is what happened. Delina and Charlotte was begging that their husbands be on the same show as them. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they let them do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. Shaq, what's your thoughts about that? Do you do you think with the fact that Andrade's had the belt for this long, even during that suspension that he was, that happened to him a few months, uh, several months back, that with the fact that Apollo Crews won it off of him last night, do you think Paul Heyman was was very, very high on Andrade, and that's why he was able to hold on to the belt for so long, but do you think now that because that Apollo Crews won the belt last night off of him, do you think Paul Heyman's starting to lose some sort of confidence in Andrade? 
I think to some extent he kind of is, but at the same time, I think the reason why they wanted to keep the title on um, Andrade for that long, I think they want to like implement um, Angel Garza, being that he's um, Humberto Carrillo's cousin. Into this, mm-hmm. what they, I think, what I thought they would try to do is maybe do like Andrade versus Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. And Andrade having Angel Garza and Zelina Vega in their corner. And then Mysterio sure. has um, Humberto Carrillo in his corner. Right. And then also, okay. obviously, with the, um, with the pandemic, that kind of changed the plans. And then it turned into Street Profits defending the Raw titles against Garza and on, who was supposed to, and supposedly Andrade, but then Andrade was in quarantine. They changed it to Austin Theory, and then in that match, Street Profits retained, and then that's when you got Bianca Belair to debut. So I think, in a sense, Paul Heyman was going through like some stuff that was kind of like out of his control with the pandemic. But I think I love how um, he basically just made it made this work, and he basically, I think Heyman's high on Apollo Crews. The fact that he got Apollo Crews won that title, especially a few weeks after his injury, that showed me something. I agree. There you go, man. <clears throat> like I said, we're going to have to definitely wait and see how this pans out. I hope, I hope they are. I hope they they keep it on for like a little bit here to let Paul have a little bit of a taste of gold. I mean, of course, the U.S. title is not a bad way to start things off. It's, you know, it's either that or the Intercontinental title. I mean, if you get a good run, good couple runs with each of those, I mean, you're in good shape, obviously. And U.S. title is not a bad way to start it off. I mean, but back in the day, what was it? The IC title, and then it was. Now it's the yeah, sometimes boy. people say. And then the IC, and then it's the big title, obviously. Of course, you, know, you got two big titles now to worry about. So. Um, let me see here. And I'd like to get some personal thoughts about um, about about this here. I don't, and uh, about this. And I did talk about this. And believe it or not, guys, when I heard about this over the weekend my, on my show's Power Hour and WCWS this morning, to tell you the truth, I got a little bit choked up. Because because of the circumstances that led to this, and I'm sure y'all everybody knows what I'm talking about. And that is that is the sad uh, tragedy of uh, that female Japanese wrestler, Hana Tomoa. Um, thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, apparently, it was a cyberbullying situation that led to this. Apparently, from what I've been hearing. And and then of course then from 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 all walks of life. I mean, even New Japan, Ring of Honor, AEW came together, and all these wrestlers, even from WWE, even spoke up to uh, you know you know give their thoughts and prayers to her family. I think even I even heard on Ronda Rousey's Instagram. You now after talking about this, she actually had put out the phone number. For those for those who are possibly contemplating all this, I think Michelle. I'm sure you probably remember this too. That JML spoke very highly about that too. After what happened to uh, 
what was it, the lead singers of a couple of rock bands that, several years ago, I think. Singer um, of, uh, what's the group? God, I can't remember now. One of them was the lead singer of Lincoln Park, I think, and, and it was some, somebody else. I can't think of oh, yeah, Chester. I remember one of them. What is it? Um, Chester. It's Chester Bennington. Bennington. Yes. And there was, and there was one other one too, one because I think I think that's how he committed suicide. Yeah. Chris Cornell. That's yeah. right. That's who it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, because I think him and Cornell and Pennington were like very close. And after yeah, after were. what Pennington heard, him, and then he actually it wasn't not too long after, wasn't it? It wasn't too long after. I don't no. think. That's right. Okay. All right. Well. Um, but yeah, but I know JML spoke very, very highly about that, and he actually posted that same phone number that I read. But I got I really got choked up hearing about that. I mean, two wrestling tragedies in the same week. First, we heard what happened with Shad. By the way, I'm sure y'all would agree, true hero. That's all I gotta say about it. Absolutely. Yes, true hero. Yes. Uh, and also uh, thought about thought about his child before thinking about himself. That's what I call being a hero, my personal opinion. That's what, that's what it's called uh, being a parent. You got that one. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, and also, like I said, this young lady that we lost as well. I mean, even Asuka, Kari Sane, and Shinsuke Nakamura spoke in their native tongue on Twitter, paying their respect. I thought that was very, very cool. Which was, yeah. I, mean, um, I could. I, Go ahead, uh, Mitt. Yes, please. That's a uh, Kyrie saying Eo Shirai best friend. Yeah, um Hannah Kamor. That's why I do it. It's so, so hard about it. Right. Yeah, because if and I'm I not think... mistaken, weren't Shirai and Sane in um stardom before coming to WWE? Yeah. Yep. Was Oscar part was Oscar ever in that? Mm-hmm. Um, I would think so, but that was like probably like heading towards like 2015, right? Okay, okay, okay. But he was going by, of course, obviously because Oscar was she was known wasn't known as Oscar until she came to WWE, so she was known as um, Kana. 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 Yeah, oh, no. that's that, that's the name of her YouTube channel, isn't it? Yeah, Oscar's got a YouTube channel. Um, Kana Chan. Kana Chan. You seen TV. that? Wasn't there one that she showed up after Becky Lynch? Uh, she won the belt, of course, after Becky Lynch let her have it a couple weeks ago. That she bought one of those big table arcade games. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. She does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. love those things. <laughs> But that's so sweet, man. Hey, old tabletops, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Anyway, getting off the subject here. Um, Did we lose him? No, I I think he's still here. No, he's still here. JD, are you still here? I still got I still got his square up. Okay, that's that sounded terrible. But you you know what I mean. I mean, on the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's square. <laughs> Don't be a square. Up. Okay, no, I'm just 
Anyway, champion. Um, I'm not going to tell him that. Mitt, you do it. I, I'm not going to be the one responsible for that. Michelle, Michelle might have more guts than me to do that. I, I don't know. I'll just I'll tell him. Tell him what. Uh. That he like that he smells like fish. I, I don't know what you, you tell him what you want to tell him. <laughs> where, where, no, where, 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 where art thou, JD? <laughs> where at thou, JD? Where that thou, JD? Thy 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 Iceman. <clears throat> anyway, um, um, speaking of Shad, I will point out if anyone's not a member of the group called WCWS Interview Corner. I actually posted the full uh, interview that Lillian Garcia did with JTG um, on uh, earlier tonight. It's like about over like an hour and twenty minutes long. So if you want, and it's all it was off of YouTube, by the way. I think her show is called what? Chasing Glory. I think it's what she calls it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that podcast. All right, but yeah, but 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 because. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he, there's JD. Hey, JD. Hey, JD, we're missing you, man. Where you been? Um, I'm just listening to what you guys have to say. That's all. No, but, but we'll sound, sound off. Hmm? Hello? Um, but JD, yeah, by, by means, um, I know you probably mentioned this before, but what was your thoughts about this young Japanese female competitor that we lost over the weekend. I know you it's, had some. Yeah, it's, it's 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 heartbreaking. That's all you can say. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's just like I said. Mm-hmm. It just tears you up inside, and it just really makes you sick. Yes, but who was my question? Here's now and now. Like I'm not trying to make light of anything. And yes, this is a sad. This is a sad situation. I mean, we like I said we lost two young folks here in a span of of uh, uh, several days. A week, First, a week, Shad, a week, a week. Yeah. right. First, Chad, and now this young lady. But what? Here's my question. Here is my question. If this was in fact, and and, and I, I've been hearing it more and more that this was an act of the cyber bullet. I can't even keep. I can't even say that word to save my life. Cyber bullying scenario here who is the one who's the one that caused all this who did, who did that who's the one that it, it, was i can tell you um the person who did it are the people on social media like the twitter handlers and all that because they've been going to her saying oh you can't wrestle you suck and you mean it's back? It's it's back. It's back to to people who say who actually are big wrestling fans, telling this young lady she can't and she's hurt and, and hearing it so many times caused her to do this. Yes. Caused this. Yes. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. I got witnesses. I got JD. I got Michelle. I got Mitt, and I got Shaq here. We're all witnesses here to this one little thing. Whoever it was, we are proud to say that that we don't have people like that in our stead. 
If we did, they'd say it, they'd be out the door. But, but, you, but like I said, this young lady, this young lady, ain't even been in the business that long, has she? How long has she been in the business? Where was she in the business? About two years or so. She wasn't in it that long. How the world could they say she sucks? That is bull. I mean, uh -huh. not what you said, man, but I'm talking about that. That. I mean, just. She, she, I mean, two years, she's just warming up, right? I mean, personally, right? Yeah. Just two mm -hmm. years. That's a warming up period, right? How do yeah. they know that? I mean, if, she, I mean, if she'd been in like 10, 15, would it have been understandable? I mean, we don't want we don't want to see anything happen. We didn't never we never want to see anything happen. You see, I'm not trying to say you all know what I mean. But this is this is this is out of whack, and I'm yeah. sure those now that did all this are right now either they're either they better hope and pray that they're swallowing their pride right now and that they don't get found. I'm telling you, because. They took it. They they're the ones who essentially took her life. She yep. it wasn't her. They did it. And like I said, and and let me tell you something. something. Go ahead. Man. Um, I tell you this. She was. I seen her work when she was in Ring of Honor because Bully Ray called her up. She has the it factor, okay, and right. she was going to be something really special. Whether it's AEW, WWE, whatever, she was going to be special. Right, yeah. And mm -hmm. these trolls saying, oh, you suck, you can't wrestle, and stuff like that. Michelle, I may have, I may have, added, I may have added your new profile to this group and all. If we can find any matches, I'm going to say it right now, if we can find any matches concerning this young lady with this young lady in it, I would like to see some in the group we have called Women of WCW West. If you and Ann could uh, possibly find some, some of those in there. Because we're going to this is going to be our tribute to her right here. Because we're going to show we're not we're not we're not involved in any of these, as Mitt says, trolls who want to badmouth some very young who may have a big time chance. And she did. I mean, like I said, she for being in it two years, man, you learned quite a bit, right? I mean, seriously. And this is just this is just freaking stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, seriously. I hate. We all hate that it happened. We're all in agreement on. It. We all hate that it happened. But like I said, you don't see me. I, you don't see me. You don't see JD. You don't see John. You don't see Nick. Michelle, Shaq here. You don't see any of these. You don't see any of us going out there and saying this because we say that they're not any good or whatever. We're saying it because that's part of the storyline. We're not saying it because of their personality. They went deep. They dug into her, man. That's what. That's why this happened. They dug into her. I mean, if they had said that by a wrestler what thirty some years ago, would the same thing would happen then? Maybe not. They would have just led with it, and, but y'all get what I'm saying. I hate, really hate that it happened. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, it's it's pitiful, man. 
I like to know. I like to know somebody who was the catalyst out of all this. I would have taken that guy and choked him by his throat on the throat, man. I said, "This girl's in the ground because of you. Because of you. this girl's in the ground now. You know what I mean? That's a bad thing to say, and I say it with respect. But it's sad. It's absolutely positively sad." She had a bright future in this business, in my personal opinion. I would love to see her in WWE. Another great, you know, Japanese superstars, there's a lot of great ones. Am I right so far? Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, great we, like guys like Muda, Fujinami, Antonio Inoki, uh, Bo Nakano, Akira Hokuto. Uh, um, Oh gosh. Crap, I can't think of who else. Uh Mitsuharu Musawa. I mean he was great. He was awesome. Tenru. Yep. Katal. You know what happened to Katal? Katal something happened to him a long time ago. Remember that. I mean this guy got to wrestle in WrestleMania seven, him and Tenru as a tag team. And they beat demolition for crying out loud. At WrestleMania seven in ninety one. I remember that. I mean, Nakamura right now, him and Asuka and Kari Sane, they're great. They're wonderful. They are great compared to this young lady right here, like I said. There's a lot of great talent there, a lot of great talent. But now we won't get to see how great she could have really been because somebody had to open their big mouth. Somebody here had to open their big freaking mouth and all that and take that opportunity away for the rest of us to see how great she could have been. I would have loved to have seen it. J.D., I know you would. Michelle, you would. You would. Shaq, you would. Everybody here would have. I like Facebook and all that. For, for There's a lot of great things you can do with it and all that. But when it comes down to berating people and all that, that's where I draw the freaking line. You don't use it as a tool for hate. You use it for a tool for love. That's what you're supposed to have. Oh, okay, now I'm getting all. JD, I, man, what's going on here, man? Usa. You know, Usa. They're going to tell me to start breathing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm going to put Martin Lawrence, Usa. Um. I hate to do a name dropping type of thing. I don't care you come at me or whatever. Um, with all due respect, Mr. Justin Louis Fairman. He's not on he to, He's... Yeah. Um, I understand you don't like Vince. And you don't like Trump. I don't like them either, but I respect what they do. But when someone bash a WWE fan just because they like AEW, not the other company, that kind of annoy me and frustrate me. That'd be like JD. He don't like WWE per se right now because the current product, he like AEW better. But I don't bash him because I respect his opinion. Me, I'm a hardcore wrestling fan. 
to watch all products because it's like my own way to do scouting before they come dirty or whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. all this bashing stuff needs to stop. Well, well, like I said, there is a group out there that I was invited to join, and JD knows this, and but it's nothing on JD. He was doing something very nice, and JD, I'm very appreciative for, for the for what you did. But there was one person on there that I never got along with that was in this this chat box we've been talking about here that wanted to argue with me over the whole situation involving the deal what was going on at WrestleMania. And he wanted to challenge me. That's why I removed him from the thing. And I'll admit that I did it. Because like I said, he was acting like I didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And you probably y'all probably know who I'm referring to. Um, mm-hmm. You know who y'all know? Well, the gentleman's name, y'all, admit, y'all, you might recognize the name, Aunt Vincent. I know that yes. name. Yes. But well, he's the one. He's the one, and I actually removed him because he was trying to tell me like I didn't know anything about, sound like to me like I didn't know what was going on with everything, you know. And he said he didn't give a darn about what we were all about and all that. So. Can I? I know that sounds like. Would you like to say something else, please? Go ahead, because if I say anything more, I feel I'm going to head off by accident. Just take a little break and take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, I I want to ask uh, Shaq some questions because I don't know him, and I want to get a feel for him, if I could. Okay. Whoa. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, I don't think his wife, girlfriend, whatever, would like that very much. But anyways, um. Oh, actually, wait, actually, I'm actually single, so you're good. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to ask you a few questions because you can ask anybody. I do this to everybody. I did it to JD when they first, when he first came, everybody. As far as the wrestling history goes from day one till now, who would you say is your all-time favorite superstar, whether they're deceased or not? Damn. For me, I would go between the following people. I would say between The Rock, Stoke Coast Boston, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair. Okay. Um, uh, up to date now, this, this generation of WWE superstars, I would say name your top five men. All right. For men... I'm going, in no particular order, I'm going AJ Styles, Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, um, Johnny Gargano, and I guess Adam Cole. Excuse me. Okay. That's a good look. 
That's a very good list. Let's do um, AEW. Be your top five men. I'm curious. I'm real curious about this. <laughs> All right. First off, I'm going to go with Le Chapion, Chris Jericho. Yes. Then I'm going to go with John Moxley. Oh, God, no, you just ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> then I got, then I have Cody. Yes, but now you just, you just revived yourself. The fourth person, I'm going to go, and he, he's really impressed me since they started um, AEW, and I hope to see big things from him really soon. And he did really well in that um, casino ladder match. And I'm the fourth person is Darby Allen. Yeah. And number five, whew, he does a really good job of being a heel. He does a really good job of pissing people off. Say it, Jack. Say it, Jack. I'm going to go with a fellow New Yorker, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. Thank you. In your face, JD. In your face, JD. JD, That's JD's new best friend. You didn't know that? JD JD worships the ground he walks on. Like, he wants to, you know. You know, be like best friends, team best friends, hold hands with them and everything. Anyways, okay. <laughs> um, it, it, who, who is your favorite woman superstar? Like, you can do oh, all for maybe AEW? Um, any of them. Oh, I think I'm going to start with the all-time. I have, like, I have a few in mind. And I think because I might go more towards the Attitude Era because that was where I started watching wrestling. I'm going to go, in no particular order, I'm going to go China. Nice. Trish Stratus. Yeah. Lita. Yeah. And I don't know why nobody talks about Talks about her in that conversation with regards to the attitude error slash what ruthless aggression. I'm going with Jazz. Yeah, I love Jazz. She was great. She's, um, oh, yeah. And then in, my fifth, I think so. I believe so. And then my fifth woman with regards to the attitude error. I'm going to go with Molly Holly. Oh, Ooh. yeah. What's the Spitfire? Miss Molly. The Mighty Molly or the regular? Or Miss Madden's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, was she not Miss Madden's? Met, back me up yeah. on this. Wasn't she? Yeah. She was, yeah, was, was. Miss Madden. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 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 
No, JD can do a good macho man. JD can do a very good Ooh, macho yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can do don't it. Don't ask him to do another one. Yeah. But don't do it. Don't wrestle. And I warned you about this last week, Shaq. Don't mention one oh, particular yeah. wrestler he might play the theme song for. I'm not going to say. <laughs> no, I'm not playing it either. I know where this is well, going. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I won't say it. No, don't worry. Don't worry, I won't say it. But, of course, he does, he does a mean Paul Bear. Go ahead, J.D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And of course, every time, every time he does that, I actually have to say this. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like how everybody say, "Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh yeah." This is what Chad was talking about. Oh no! Oh God, no! There, no! <laughs> oh shit! Bring it! Bring it! Yeah. JD, you interrupted my interview, ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, uh, oh snap, Chobot. Oh, by the way, um, in response to that, if, this is one thing I have to say. Sorry, Michelle, my apologies. But I have to do this. Oh, brother. Yeah, I just stick to real estate. You know, with the market these days, if you want anything but land, you want a popcorn bar. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you, if I doesn't remember Caddyshack, man, Rodney Dangerfield's one of his best lines ever from that movie. Yeah. When he sits at yeah. the table and he goes, <laughs> okay, whoa, someone stepped on a duck. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, I brought back Rodney. Oh, crap. I brought him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Michelle, please continue. So that was my five for the um with the attitude era slash ruthless aggression era. Okay. Let's let's talk WWE now. Women now. All right, women now. I'm gonna go. Oh boy, I. Don't know if you're gonna like one of my one of my choices. I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna start with I'm gonna go Oscar. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna go and her on NXT, she has been on a tear. Even going back to um the two appearances on the May Young Classic. Give me Rhea Ripley. Oh, heck sure, yeah. Really good pick. Um, yeah. And 
the next one I'm gonna pick is, and I'm, I know some people have kind of given her a little flack ever since she, she won both belts a little bit, but I'm gonna give it to Becky Lynch. Yeah, he's got a smile on his face now. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and show. And Shambright's going for more with their money. Hey, the phone says, Daddy, I'm the damn baby daddy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck? He's looking straight at Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, my fourth person, my fourth woman that I like right now, who's she's also in NXT. Eo Shirai. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you, go. there you go. And she and she does an awesome moonsault, by the way. Oh heck yes. And then my fifth and final woman that I like. I don't know if some of y'all see this on the chat. Me see me defending her. And I think you probably have a good idea of who I'm talking about. If you had seen uh -oh. so, I'm thinking so many, um... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying I'm thinking it's Nia Jax or Charlotte, the way you've seen it. It's Charlotte Flair. Yeah! Oh. See what I told you. Sorry, I had to puke there. Yeah. I had to puke. I had a piece Jack, in my Jack, give me a favor. I had a little gag reflex. Sorry. Take off the headphones and run because somebody's going to come right after you. Run, <laughs> man, go! <laughs> hey. oh, I'm not going to run. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. I'm, I'm, I'm a very big Charlotte Flair. So, um, I think I need another Charlotte Flair shirt. And I'll, I'll, by the way, if someone's trying to come at me, I'll meet him with an Arn Anderson spine buster. Hey! Oh, spine on the pine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Baby! Hold on, hold on. Jack. <laughs> Jack. Okay. Okay, so these are simple yes or no questions, okay? Are you a Bullet Club fan? Yes. Perfect. Are you a Christmas Wall fan? Yes. Perfect. Are you an Eddie Guerrero fan? Yes. Perfect. Um, let's see. I had another one and I can't remember what the hell it was. Shit. Um. Um. All all time. Well, no, no, no. Let's not do all time because, good God, that could be a long list. Um. I'm trying to think. Um, okay, who is your who would be your favorite? I have to ask this too because I love the Bullet Club. I've been a big fan of them even to now because, like, I would love to see them bring Tomatonga and his brother up because I think they're fan freaking tastic talent. Um, but I don't think New Japan can afford to lose them right now. Um, it's Jay White too. I think they should bring him up, but they can't lose him. Who is your favorite Bullet Club member of all time? It could be of any 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 person. Um, I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. Right on, right on. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'll fit in just fine with everybody. Uh, yes. By the way, speaking of AJ Styles, you might want to also know, of course, you've been seeing all the posts I've been making on all of our groups here in WCWS in the video vault, which, by the way, Michelle is our vault keeper. I've been forgetting to mention that. By the way, she still has the keys to that, by the way. So I gave her a set <laughs> of keys to that a long time. Uh, by the way, J Michelle, I never, I never changed the combination on the vault, by the way. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I actually posted the, the full episode. Mitt might even be appreciative of this. Of WCW Thunder, I posted two full episodes of that earlier today, and one of them, believe it or not, featured a tag match that involved a very young, ta-da, AJ Styles. Not kidding. Apparently, for a short time, he was in WCW. I did not know that. Honestly, I did. Coffee. Well, I must say, yeah, Jack, he, you seem like a really pretty cool, laid-back dude. Thank you. Yes, yes, especially like saying, especially like you said, and, and with all due respect, Shaq and all, uh, of course, coming off a very good season with the L.A. Lakers, very good. I appreciate it. I'm sorry today, man. I'm sorry. No offense. I'm sorry. I get that a lot anyway, so. No big deal. I'm a Golden State Go Warrior fan, so. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're a good team. They're a good team as well. Charlotte Hornets. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Anyway, you But JD knows that I'm a fan of all my teams here in Carolina. Of course, that includes basketball, the Hornets. Football is the Panthers. And... Hockey is the Hurricanes, which we are glad to have, have a Stanley Cup that we won. Uh, what was it, 14 years ago, J.D.? Yeah, and by the way, speaking won? of your hockey team, them in uh, Tampa Bay are the only teams are not with the, on board with this NHL 24 team playoff thing that they're going to be starting up. Whoa, whoa which two teams? Carolina and who else is not? Tampa Bay. They're against it. Well, you know how Carolina is. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. There's something, by the way, in the Entertainment Cavalcade page I posted earlier today, a story that was coming from my local, one of my local TV stations down here. Uh -huh. Donald Trump is threatened to pull the Republican National Convention out. Oh, of yeah. My mom and I were talking about that this morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, how about that, Jack? And you want to talk about jackass? That jackass criticized one of our senators and said he is an un-American. Well, he, everybody's been bad mouthing everybody ever since this, even since this whole thing began. JD, did you? I will speak. That Michelle? Did you drink a beer or something tonight? No. Why does convenience just let everyone have their peace tonight? I'm just letting everyone have their peace and say, I'll be no, back in a sec, guys. It's funny shit tonight, man. I'm just like, oh, I know, hell? I know. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, and believe it or not, he actually was able to find the alcoholic version of Bobby's Coffee. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That that's it, and of course, in his case, that would be the best part. Of waking up is be is is get being drunk when you're up. Uh, okay, that would be nice. Okay, uh, 
Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. God. What I was saying is, is that now, now they're working on a way to try to make sure they keep it in Charlotte. Now they're working on a way to do it after Trump. It took a threat by Trump to make them kind of work a whole lot harder for on this. So, but there's one thing I will. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not crazy about Trump myself. I didn't vote for the man. I'll say that right now. Of course, J.D., of course, is the ultimate Trump hater. We all, we've all heard that. We all know that. <clears throat> um, and, of course, also, we, uh, also of course, I think, I, I think uh, uh, Donald Trump's toupee runs the country a whole lot better than he does. <clears throat> anyway, uh, anyway, <laughs> I <was saying. laughs> and what I was saying is the only good thing that Trump has done is, 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 to help, is, is actually a lot of folks, you know, who are out of work and all that to, with this stimulus thing. That's the most decent thing ever since this whole situation has happened. That's the best thing that he has done. I will give him that. Don't ask me why, but I'll give him that. I mean, I don't know what y'all think about it. And Mitt, you just posted something here. Apparently... Michelle, another one of your favorite wrestlers did something pretty interesting to apparently here. And Mitt just posted this a oh. while ago. I'm just now reading it. Okay, RKO RKO bought bought one bought his own J E T. Mm-hmm. He bought a jet. Ride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. RKO oh, on yeah. the ML. Oh, Mitt, you wanted to ask Shaq a question? Okay. Yeah. Um, Shaq, Shaq, Mitt, Mitt, Shaq. Uh, Mitt, Shaq. We know each other. Oh. So we can be on John's podcast. Right, I got you. Um, Shaq. Yeah. One thing about JD. He's the only guy that liked Natty when she had that farting gimmick. <laughs> I remember oh, that gimmick, yeah. actually. Yeah. Hornswoggle walked by when they showed that, and he fell down like a thing. It was Tyson. And then she walks up. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, the best farting thing in WWE that I remember was when DX did that to McMahon back in 2006. You remember that? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. That wasn't me. I love that. <laughs> I love the voice and thing. Also, too, and also, I dare you to wear a solid flare shirt on John's podcast one day. Oh. Hey, I own now, a solid flare shirt, too. Hey, believe it or not, Shaq, John would have something to worry about if, if he if he said anything about any wrestler that sharp that uh, Michelle likes, because where Michelle lives is not too far from where John lives. So it's not that far down the road. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, somebody yeah. did mention um, that sh- she's not that far from John either. That's it was I like mean. earlier as I was coming on. Michelle, how far is it's where only, you live? It's a couple hours away. It's a couple hours, yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, I'm trying to find out what it would take that long for Michelle to take it with and go, and then hit John in the. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 I said, John, really? <laughs> good thing he's not on. He, he already left us for the night here anyway, so he's safe. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> have you seen his? Have you seen his mask? Have you seen John's mask? I'm sorry, Michelle. You were saying. I'm a very nice person and easy to get along with. And just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that I don't know wrestling because I do love it and I watched it since I was five. And yes, I have very strong feelings about it. And especially, you know, the ones that I like and don't like. It, I mean, you know, think about it. If we all like the same freaking people on, on every show, how boring this shit in this world will be. Yeah. It, you're absolutely, you're absolutely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> hey, hey, and like I said, of course, Michelle, another, another, there's more proof in that, of course, we talk about, uh, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, WCW US's current world heavyweight champion, by the way, I should say that, which actually she's held that belt for a year. And um, and uh, she's hoping to defend that belt here sometime soon, I think. Um, see, I didn't even know for a while that she liked it until when I told her what something that I do on the side here, and that's this right here. She, she was all over it. Michelle, was I right about that? And was all over it. And man, I, I told her what I what I what I also did with this. <clears throat> so, um, by the way, um, speaking of Justin, I will mention one thing. Remember, I talked about the glasses that we were comparing. They were comparing them to Bret Hart's. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, he said that this was a pair that that was similar to, to a pair that Kushida would wear in NXT. Yeah, he does. Okay, so he does. So he does wear these glasses. Yeah, for his um, entrance. Right. Now, Mitt, Sounds the young lady, right. the the young lady in the wrestling forum chat box we talked about here, the one that I'm going to put in a match against Michelle here at some point. Uh, what's her first? How you pronounce her first name again? Alila. Alila, Alia, Alia. Yeah. And I hope she does not listen to this. But I'm about to make the most stupidest joke. And Michelle, I'll let you judge this for yourself. And if it's out of taste, then you just tell me. I actually found out what this girl's middle name actually is. I'm sure y'all dying to find out. Uh-huh. Sharon. Her last name Aaliyah. is Peters. Sharon Peters. Wow. <laughs> okay, and there's one. Okay, well, based upon the joke I just made here, uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I actually just got that. I actually just got that. Yeah. But, but, but I'm going to actually do uh, um, do this because I think to some people, some people's thoughts and opinions that might have been out of bad taste. 
So I'm going to do this to myself. Everybody does recognize this. Yeah. <laughs> that was out of bad. That was bad taste. Yeah. So, but but uh, make sure that she does not do that, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, by the way. Me. No, 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 no. But make sure, no, no, make sure that she doesn't hear what I just said. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I did the. No, no, I did the sound too. Just now. Oh, by the way, Michelle. Before we leave the air, there's there's one thing I will want to mention here too. We actually started doing this here last week, and we're gonna probably do a little bit more. You may remember what uh, when we started doing the uh, live video feeds for Revolution and Wolfpack that, that that I actually used the song "Eat the Rich" by Aerosmith um, as the opening. But it got blocked because of copyright issues. Well, believe it or not, I got 13 notifications from Facebook the other day on 13 live video feeds that I did, and you don't believe when all these all these took place in 2017. Three, I did these videos with that song, and get this. They actually, actually, they actually took the, they backed off from the claim from it. So the videos, those particular videos are no longer muted. The opening theme is back on all the videos from all of them from three years ago. Crazy. So since I'm not doing a lot of video feeds anymore, I've been starting to play that song a little bit more. And, Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Y'all heard that song. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Eat the real. You know what inspired me to actually play that, by the way? Before we go, I know we're getting way off topic here talking about um, <clears throat> a video game actually inspired me. An arcade game called Revolution X, which was an which which had Aerosmith in it. Y'all remember that? Huh. Um, yeah, and they actually used the music in that too in that video. Yeah. They use several songs. But uh, <clears throat> uh, now, before we wrap up here, guys, I'm going to go ahead and here. We'll start with Michelle, then we'll go to JD, we'll go to Mitt, then we'll go to Shaq. Uh, Michelle, anything you wish to add before we close up shop here on a very big time extended edition of 838 of Revolution? Uh, just to welcome Shaq as always. He seems like he's going to be a great addition. Uh, I think him and JD would make a great uh, commentary team together. They have those voices that just make a great commentary team. Um, other than that, oh, yeah, Cody Rhodes is still the motherfucking champion. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, the, first, the first ever. TNT champion. That's right. That's right. And I don't know if you saw on like Monday, but I was wearing his shirt, his Bullet Club shirt from like Saturday. Nice. Oh my goodness. Do you, do you um, that's awesome. 
by the way, Shaq, uh, in our trivia championship series, of course, the belts that we uh, we that we often have matches for, and everything. I know they're not. I know that some people they may not be real, but to us they are because it's a way to have fun and keep the mind at keep the mind keen, right? Okay. Well, believe it or oh, not, yeah. Michelle is the very Michelle is the very first, and she has the honor of doing this, being this, the very first AEW US TNT champion. I believe that's correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. so, okay. JD, anything you wish to add before we close up shop for the night? I'm secretly Cody's wife, real wife, not Brandy. I'm his real wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle, go. Michelle, yeah. Michelle, Michelle Lynn Rose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she is the wife of three people, Mrs. Brock Lesnar, Mrs. Kevin Nash, and Mrs. Cody Rhodes, all in one. Let's just say it. Uh, but yeah, to uh, save Best Tower, I will have my thoughts tomorrow. Since I didn't get my raw thoughts in tonight, I will definitely share with my thoughts tomorrow. But yes, get ready for what will be an exciting Wednesday night. Of course, the last night of Matt Riddle, more than likely, possibly. But we're going to see Mr. Bro. Tyson. Uh, yes. <laughs> Broman will be in his last match against Timothy Thatcher in the cage. Should be another great Wednesday night of Black and Gold Dynamite, or, um, Dynamite, however, as well as NXT. I am ready for the Wednesday Night War, and believe me, we're going to have a lot of fun beginning at 8 o'clock with the Wednesday Night War. Okay. Uh, Mitt, anything you wish to add to? Yeah, hopefully both NXT and AEW have a good show tomorrow night. I'm going to observe them separately because I probably watched AEW first and then NXT tomorrow. Smart man. And there you go. Wish you nothing but luck for you, Sack, by joining our team. You bring a lot to the table. Yes. That's right. Thank you. Sorry. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Always I always ask anybody on this panel any questions that you want to know about some, about anybody that you don't know, especially like me. Don't know me, you could ask me anything. <laughs> There you go. No problem. And, and Shaq, let's, let's hear anything you wish to add. All right. A few things I got to want to add. Number one, I'm very excited for um, Wednesday night, especially the aftermath of Double or Nothing, especially now you're about to see the debut of Mike Tyson, who's the one who gave oh. out the um, TNT title. And then also... It's I just got a question right in a circle. Sammy, are you okay? Sammy, are you okay? Are you okay, Sammy? Oh! Oh! Ladies and gentlemen, it's the missing Jackson. Jack Jackson. Whoa! Oh, that's <laughs> but like, but seriously, like I hope Sammy Guevara is okay because he went through a lot, and that boy got a lot of cardio. I tell you that. Indeed, <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. And then, like, also with um NXT, I think it's gonna be another good show, another lead up to um Takeover in Your House. 
And then also, I'll leave you off with this. People, we're in the middle of a, pa of a pandemic. Be nice to each other. Say thank you to those frontline workers. And be grateful and be thankful that you're still alive because of though and stay home stay safe because those workers are out there for you that's right i can have, i can have said that now michelle like i said Jack, uh definitely now we all appreciate don't get it wrong but mld i believe you were in uh Kind of on the front lines a little bit in that for a time, I believe. Oh, yeah, for a very, very, very Right. And also, another senior member of our of our panel, way too tough to handle, I think. Is he still doing that? Have you heard from him lately? In this Who is that? Jeff Peters? Yes, I haven't heard from him in ages. We haven't heard. Jeff got married. Really? That's what I had. Yeah. I thought I heard that too. I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that privately between me, you, and JD. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. We we'll have to get away right from the girl. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. I got. I got. I got oh, no. my... Really? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, be, I'm being. I'm being pleasant here. Um. On. On that note here, folks, we thank you very much for listening to episode 838 of WWS Revolution here tonight. Uh, just, just want to thank definitely uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindon, and Jared D. Girolamo. Also, of course, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Uh, let's, let's say a little prayer for Fonzie. I hope he's doing okay. Uh, um, he did leave us a little bit early, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm hoping he's okay. Yeah, Jay, yes. Please, by all means. Also, the can't close Memphis. And also, I we and and Shaq by tomorrow. Hopefully, I think JD and Ben might have a pretty good nickname for you. We'll work on whatever it. they come. Whatever they come. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, okay. I can't think. Of, no, let's let you do it. I bet they might have one better than me. I, my brain's not working right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <I never laughs> my brain. My brain. <laughs> and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another member and Shaq and Mitt know this about very well. Mr. Chabato, Anthony <laughs> Chabot says basically he misses his movie theaters. And of course I do too. Oh, yeah. <clears> I just <throat> saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, but, of course, be sure to check out, as always, everything we've got posted here in WCWS. Uh, also, like I said, check out everything, including, of course, like I said, Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, also uh, the Video Vault, and all the other pages. We've got a lot of great stuff posted, classic stuff. By the way, the Sports Roundup now, we got football, baseball, and basketball games and other moments. Even J.D. might remember this. 30 years ago, Sports Illustrated put out a tape called Greatest Sports Follies. I found the, I whole, yeah, the, full, the, the full video. I posted it in Sports Roundup. It's the same one. I had it on tape. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's awesome. 
That's a, that was a great one. Jerry Glanville was the first one they interviewed in that. That was awesome. I remember, I remember Jerry Glanville, big time. So, the Houston Oilers coach. Houston Oilers, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, check out everything we've got going on here in WCWS here as well. Uh, <clears throat> um, and also, of course, uh, check out, of course, like I said, Perpetual Uniquity, of course, on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. A lot of great stuff there posted there, some stuff you might not have seen before and not stuff you may be, haven't seen in a long time. Check it out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, while for, um, for a little while here, we're going to continue, of course, to have Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course, the page up of everything. I, of course, ask JD and several other folks here, of course, who are big time customers. Of course, they have bought many big time titles. Of course, DVDs and Blu-rays of different types of, of movies, TV shows, sports, music, and other great things there as well. Uh, check it out here today, of course, uh, facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. And, of course, our motto is we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Remember, Revolution episode 838 is broadcast at the WCWS Radio Network right here on com. But we are, of course, five years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, WCWS Radio Network. Don't forget to check us out on Outside of the Ropes tomorrow night at 6 30. Also, Wrestling Debate at 8 o'clock. And also, of course, Revolution, the Wednesday edition, of course, same same number before, 138055. Be sure to check it out. Outside the Ropes, 141387. And also, of course, uh, Wrestling Debate, 139925. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, with, of course, the uh, uh, with, of course, our closing theme for Revolution 838, here he is, the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, J.D., please take us, take us home here. Appreciate it. Take care and God bless, folks. This is WWS Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.